Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Sporting 160M podcast. We're on episode 170 today, and it is a jam-packed episode. It's our first one of the year. We had a nice little break, which I think was definitely well needed. Um, but Sporting did not have a break, so here we are. We've got a lot to cover in this episode. But before I get into that, I will introduce you to my co-host first, my man Richard. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good. Beta Mars are the tosser, so that dream dies, but I'm used to it, so... But other than that, we're, we're okay. We got a lot to get into, don't we? Yeah, beating by my unfortunately for you. Yeah, but, you know, high-flying Viseo. We'll, we'll take the wins. Hopefully, first division Viseo very soon. Um, but yeah, uh, last but certainly not least, my man Chris, how are you doing today, man? Doing good, man. We got a, uh, yeah, like you said, a lot, uh, lot to talk about. Been a co- like three weeks since our last epi, so yeah, I'm excited to get into it. We got a lot of... A lot of stuff to get into, honestly. It's a, yeah. a, a wide range of topics. Yeah, one hundred percent. Nice post as always, Sam Hosek. And make sure to follow Steph and Danny, who can't be with us today, unfortunately, but they'll be back near in the future. Without further ado, I guess we'll just crack on with it. So we'll start off with the Twitter questions that we get onto the games. So let me just share my screen with you all quickly. Okay, cool. I see Steph's question, but it's about Maritimo, so we'll save that for later on. Lauren, uh, big, big fan of the show. Thank you, Lauren, for your question. She says, we've got three questions. First one, can we have a moment of silence for Nanny? What do you think, boys? Is it it over for him? Is is it over for Nanny? It's not over. I'm hoping it's not. I like that. He's one of my favorite players, but... But he's going to lose a lot of juice, and I I think that maybe, like, the Portuguese third division... I was going to say maybe Estrela de Medora... But his original club is Real Masama. So I think he might go back there, third division, maybe the level in a year. But yeah, I mean, he's looking at 14 months, I'm guessing, you know, which is yeah, tough. This is AC, it's his ACL, no? Yeah, ACL. Yeah. yeah that's, that's really, that's tough to come back from for any athlete, especially like he's, he's on the older side. So that's going to be a hell of a, hell of a comeback. Uh, that being said, I'll take my beta Mar any day. I, I hope for his recovery because I, I love Nani. Nani is my, my boy. Yes, same here. The thing is with, with him, though, like no disrespect at this time, but he was like a signing sort of like not signed for talent, more of the name, I guess, to sell more shirts in Australia to get more eyes on the product as well. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure I think he's got a contract for two years. So I think he should be should be fine. If not, he's only yeah, 36. Think... You know, he could be older. Younger than Ronaldo. <laughs> And as far as I'm aware, it doesn't have that much of an injury history, I think. I think I think this is like one of his if it's not his first, it's like his second major injury. Because he's been playing for a long time. Like I remember watching him as a child. So I, I don't think he's I don't think he's had many major injuries, like minor stuff here and there. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I was gonna say a few knocks here and there, but I'm sure Lauren will know, but I don't think any sort of major long term injuries anyway. The um, only the only one I remember is he had one like just before the World Cup in 2010 that caused him to miss the World Cup. Like it was bad enough for him to miss miss that tournament, and that was that was tough. That's was that but... Jamie Carragher's tackle on him? Because I know that was like quite bad, but I don't know if it was an injury or just like a knock in. in the I game. mean, it's Jamie Carragher probably. <laughs> How many yeah. guys did Jamie Carragher take out in his career? Like. But yeah, yeah. It, he had a bad enough injury to miss to miss that tournament. Like it was serious. It was that's the only other serious one I can think of. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Chris, we'll give us the next one to you. 
do you think the season is saveable at this point? And like define your your version of of saveable. Saveable would mean to get into the top three. Yeah. So theor- theoretically, it is saveable, which is might as well try to take advantage of uh, three Champions League spots, probably one more time. Right. This is probably it, at least for another year or two. Um, I'm guessing. So I hope we can get top three. Uh, but yeah. I, I don't know, man. But I and Porto seem to be more consistent than us, so I don't see which one of them we're going to pass. Yeah. Or both. <laughs> yeah. Richard, are you, are you on the, the same boat there? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you can get a trophy, it's not a total failure. Plus, when it, I mean, obviously, we could win the Tasa de Liga, which is going to help salvage it on paper a little bit more, too. You if, you win a, if you win a trophy like of any sort, I don't think you can ever classify a season as a full failure. That's, that's my mentality. Yeah, it's the it's true. winter. It's the winter Mickey Mouse Cup, but fuck it. We, we run that shit, so we'll take it. I think if you win that, if you can get a run in Europa, which you have a favorable draw for this first round, so there's you should hypothetically get to the round of 16, the, the second round of 16 with the first place teams and whoever advances. They, they need some stuff to go go their way in the league. They did themselves absolutely zero favors this week with Maritimo. Um, you know, Benfica lost. If they had won that game, that they would have been, what, six or eight points off or something like that? Like Nine. They're nine. Fuck, I was being optimistic. Idiot. I think uh, it, it is six because we would take points off them, right? If we, yeah, oh, if we, if, if we took if points we off of them, them yeah. yes, that, yeah. that's what I saw. So we would have been nine and we would have been flying in knowing like, okay, if we win this, we cut it down to six. <sighs> Savable, yeah, but I'm with Chris. Like, I, I think the best you could hope for is third and even that is looking like it's starting to slip away maybe. Like, we just can't find any consistency. Braga's starting to kind of turn it on again. I, I think Braga's actually going to finish second. That's going to be my hot take. Uh, yeah, it's it's savable, but I think you still need some stuff to go kind of your way. Yeah, uh, I'm inclined to agree with both of you. I would also like a little bit of a Europa League run. Like, in, I'm not going to compare directly, but Benfica had one of their worst seasons last year and they still managed to make quarters of the Champions League. So I don't see yeah. why we can't sort of replicate that and make the quarters, make the semi-finals or something. Um, but yeah, and I'm going to answer this question, chat. I do. I don't know about these two. But you love me. Most, most I love, I'm, I'm a Paulinho stan. I'm part of the fan club. <laughs> Tiago Tomas, on the other hand, get that shit out of here. <laughs> He'll be back, bro. Don't worry. Yeah, I know he's gonna be back. I saw the the <laughs> stuff today from Stuttgart. He's probably not gonna be. They won't. They likely won't be triggering that twelve to fourteen million buyout. Yeah, most definitely. Especially not. if they, they go they, down. They <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. if they go down, absolutely not. That'd be stu. That'd be suicide. Spend that. I think he's already scored like twice or like yeah, three times it's, this it's, season. It's not been quite as good this season. No, sadly. Yeah. Uh, Richard, Lauren's last question is if Amory is to leave in the summer, who do you see as a potential replacement and who would be your number one sort of replacement if he were to go? That's a hell of a question. I I don't think he leaves in the summer, but if he does, who do I see as a replacement? This is a this is a crapshoot because we could end up with Sealish 2.0 or we could end up with somebody good. Um, is Nuno Smith still not coaching? 
Do we really want Saudi, him? Or did, he, or did he go to the Middle East? I, I think, think he's in the Middle East. I think he's a Middle. Okay. I think he's one but of the. But he could Middle always East bounce boys. out of there at any moment. He know? could. Same with like Jardim too. Like Jardim's a Middle Eastern boy who could easily bounce bounce around somewhere if he wants to. I, I don't know, and that's. Do you, do you go after Artur George from Braga? Like I don't know. I don't think you're going to be. I think you've almost been priced out of a bell from Palmeiras at this point, which is too bad because he's a lead. He's a was a fan favorite of the club when he played here, won trophies for us, is very tactically sound, and I think he'd be a good man manager, but I think he's probably going to be out of our price range, if not now, soon. I, I'd love to have a, a proper answer for you, Lauren. I don't know, because we have – we it's not happened yet. We know Roberto Martinez is, is not free anymore, so that's out of the equation. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we'll get into that more later, but yeah, I – I don't know. I I'd love Dream World. I'd love to see a bell, but I don't know if that's what we'll end up with. Yeah, fair enough. I, I'm going to throw a name in there, and I think Chris will agree with me. Just for the drip alone, Alvaro Pacheco, the former yeah. Vizela manager, the peaky you know grinder. What? You know what? We could use some style. Hey, man, U.S. national team manager Greg Berhalter could be out of a job. <laughs> He's got know, some pretty right. good drip. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not. <laughs> you can get Alvar a little green hat instead of a blue one to, like, you know. Yeah. They, they've they got him it. in Lajavez, man. They, they no, it's, Lion, have... it's Lion Store, I think. Or Lion Store. Lion Store. <laughs> it's Lion Store, not Lajavez, because why would we change a, name, a perfectly good name? <laughs> of everything else going wrong with the club, I think the, I think the store was probably probably the least of our concerns. But, yeah. You know. Lion Store. No, Lion Stars, I mean, yeah, I mean, the Lion Store numbers are up. So I guess the Lion Store is actually like the best aspect of the club, despite its sure. many faults. I wish it would like rebrand with like no shipping costs and then, or like definitely less shipping costs. Oh, the no. shipping's brutal. Like me and Christian get, like in Canada States, get shafted on that. It's, yeah. the shipping costs more than what you're buying. Sometimes. At least, at least they got like premium now and it comes in like three days, which is honestly sick. Yeah. But, it is expensive. Uh, I order from classic shirts all the time from England. And it's like nine do- nine pounds shipping every time, and it'll, it comes in like a week. Like, can we not get something like that? Can we not get something like that? I want to pay like thirty five dollars Canadian to ship a scarf. <laughs> I would take Paul Bento to be honest. That's an interest. That's yeah. a name I've not heard in a long time. Paul Bento. He's, he's, he's out of a job. He's a career, I thought. They got a solid, like, defensive sound team, I thought. I think Paulo Bento, the problem was, like, he lost the locker room the last, like, in his, his stint with Sporting. I think that was the issue. And also, the team was, like, towards the end, just absolutely Yeah, the ass. team just folded in. The team, so, like, that was, like, basically after 2009 was the downfall of Sporting for a long time. Like, that team sucked for a lot of years. He he did all right. Like he got us to a couple. Like he won us a couple cups, a couple super cups. Should have had two toss the ligas. We were always second place with him. Uh, one year we were second place by one point. It was the infamous Porto was ahead of us by a point. Then we were ahead of Benfica by a point. No seven. Couple he had a couple one or two decent UEFA Cup runs. Um, I mean, it wouldn't. It, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't love it, but it. I feel like there's far worse choices out there than him. He'd be okay. Yeah, I don't think it would be the worst idea. I mean, yeah, for free as well, I suppose. Like, yeah, no you're not paying anybody, I suppose. Yeah, 
most definitely. Uh, next question comes in from Steph, who is obviously a member of this podcast. Shout out to you, Steph. Uh, Rich, I'll give this one to you again. Um, should the winter market not exist? All it does is create problems for club with less financial status, which I think is actually a really good talking point. But Rich, take um, I see the argument for it. I don't think it changes the the problems for clubs with less financial status either way. I think that equality would still inequality would still be there. Um, I do think it magnifies it a bit because I think teams tend to panic buy more in the winter market than the summer market. I feel like yeah. they they tend to blow their load a bit more a bit more willingly in in January. Um, if we got rid of it, like I'd be fine. Like it wouldn't it wouldn't. I don't think anybody would really notice after a year or two. But I don't know. I know like here in like Canada states, like we have like a trade deadline, but which for like a lot of our sports, which are also in season and it's usually like february where you can you stop making trades so i see i see the point of a winter market though too but i wouldn't i wouldn't be heartbroken if it, if it just left maybe there's a compromise of like shortening it to like two weeks or something that, that might that might be the solution honestly because it, i mean if you're a smaller club it is still good to like the the scandinavian leagues could say the same thing about our league right we're raiding yeah. their league right now you know so it's like there's always going to be a hierarchy, right? Yeah, until football finds some way to sort itself out, like that's all. There's always going to be like these tiers, right? Yeah, like no so, one's I mean, not going to have. Yeah, the abs- I mean, I you're never going to have absolute parity, like. And then people just save all the business until deadline day, anyways. So. Yeah, you usually don't <laughs> see. You just hear a Might lot of. Might as well just make it two up. weeks. <laughs> yeah, you just we basically spend like three weeks of just rumor and innuendo. With very little substance, and then fly, and then it's like the last three yeah. to five days is when you kind of see most of the deals done. It's like let's just say Sporting hypothetically makes it to the task of the Liga final. That's on January twenty eighth. Yeah. If if Edwards or Pro really is going to be making the jump to Tottenham, and it hasn't happened yet, they're not going to leave before they play that final. Obviously. Right, so like that just means it's we gonna sure be about that. Day. They let Mateos Nunes go before a before a classical gets. <laughs> They're just gonna be a mad. <laughs> I wouldn't roll from that January twenty ninth to January thirty first. You know, yeah. so it'll be, yeah, yeah. Next question from at Creator ninety, Chris. I'll give this first one to you. Why do you think the decisions of the bench are are so poor, like regarding substitutions? Uh there's really like. Not that much to work with, to be honest. No. You have to sort of get creative, but yeah, I mean, he just insists on certain players that at this point shouldn't even probably be out there at this point. There's no reason to. We might as well be testing other players. And uh, yeah, I mean, just players that haven't lived up to expectations. Uh, like you know, like St. Juice and stuff like that. Kawats hasn't. I mean, Kawats came off in this game. I don't know if he's injured or something or what's up with that. I it's think it's because he was close to suspension. If you got another yellow, he was one of the, he was one of the guys on a yellow. That's why. I mean, but, but he put, at that he same put point, Sanson, So I mean, he like yeah. I, I was gonna say as well. Like, does it really matter now if we beat Benfica? Yeah, I was also thinking like, what are we saving him for? The game. It's already just. It's already just to brag. Say we beat you. Fuck you. Like, because I thought they were gonna put Quats up top for like twelve minutes, but then he just came off, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. I mean, cool. <laughs> sure. I guess St. Juice didn't get hurt though in those like twelve minutes, though, which is well, good. 
He just said that I think I heard his ACL snap or something in that sense. <laughs> he made a few good passes and a few good runs as well, to be fair. He didn't, that's the thing. When he's not hurt, he actually looks he, good. Yes, that's bro, the problem, he looks, but he's always hurt. Yeah. He has looked good. He's also only ever hit, like, at best, like, 68% of his max potential. And, like, he, like, he played, like, three games in a row and he started making those runs. And it's like, yo, he's finally, like, showing that speed. Yeah, and then hurt. that just got injured again. And that was the end of that. But there was like a three game run where he had like his best minutes, I think. Yeah, uh, I'm inclined to agree with with what you were saying with like lack to work with. But I also think part of it is Amrim's fault. Like, for example, he chose to bring Trincao in. He he rode out for Trincao and he's not been the best. He rode out for guy who he's obviously not been been that good. Saying just, I still think it's too early to write him off. Obviously, because like we said, we've seen. It's not like I've seen say just have a bad game. And much. and Tr- Trinko still maintains a longer leash than Edwards does, even at this point. Which yeah. baffles, which baffles. Me. Which, I mean, Trinko is honestly like the, the last stretch of games. I feel like Trinko is like not. He, like you can't really defend him at this point anymore. No. I feel I feel bad, but like I can't. I'm with you. I can't defend. He him. I, he's just. Him early on, I mean, but... is he just permanently penciled into the starting lineup? Like I I, I don't know. <laughs> It reminds me of Pot last year when he was having the same sort of lapse of form and like he was still getting in every single time, even though he was having stinker after stinker after stinker. Yeah. And that's the thing with Amarim. He I think he's I think he might be just too nice to drop players, either too yeah. nice or too mm. stubborn. He, like he doesn't want to admit he's wrong. He is willing to do it though in certain situations. He's he's loyal to a fault almost, I think, is and we've seen he's not the first manager we've seen. Even I mean, it memory, is good, for like example, that. that he stuck with Gonzalo Inasi when he was in a downstretch because I do think Inasi is playing better now, and he obviously is a player with good potential that we, what we've seen. But it's also like he really didn't have anyone else to send him back, even if he like wanted to send a message, right? No. But I feel like at that position, he he could start Jovan one of these games, right? I mean, he's insisted on him; they renewed him, right? I mean, that's presumably we. On Amorim's command, or not without his approval. So I mean, well, they renewed him, and aren't there transfer rumors about him again? They put him in with like five minutes left in these games. You know, let him get some burn the Tasa Liga. I mean, why didn't they give him like twenty five minutes yesterday uh, against Medici? Trinko wasn't doing shit, bro. Yeah, fair enough. And Chris, I'll give you his last question as well. Uh, who do you think needs to leave and who do you think needs to be signed? Instead of who needs to be, I'll give you like what position needs to be signed and I'll give you a pl- like any player who you think or any players, plural, that, that you think should leave. Um, Can I just throw I mean, in Jovan straight away? There's a lot of players. Yeah, if you weren't, I was going to. <laughs> Basically, any player on the roster can leave for the right price. Yeah. I... I I would agree, but I think it's annoying me because Poro I think is worth more than forty five million. I was having I, this debate I, the other day. I mean, day. he's an outside back. He is an outside back, though. But when yeah. you think about it, I would say he gets into most teams in football, like in in the world. Like I would say, on form, he's better than right. If we're saying at the moment, I think he's better than most of the players in the Premier League. I wouldn't put him maybe above Hakimi. Yeah, PSG. But but thing, if I was going for position position. I don't think he pencils in as a starter for the, for all of the top six teams. But I think he pencils no. in as a starter for like for 15 of the Premier League clubs, though. Yeah. I would say definitely... I would say Arsenal right now. I know Ben White has been playing right back for them, but I would still take Poro. Spurs, definitely. 
Well, Chelsea Reese James is injured, I think. So I'd say Liverpool's always going to go with with Alexander Arnold, at least for now. Yeah, that's that. They're going to die on that hill. Like, yeah, and even for City, Carl Walker's getting old. Jock Cancelo is not the best season. Well, and they play Cancelo a lot at left back. It's no City actually would be a reasonable option, but it's I mean they they have the buyback clause, right? I mean, (laughs) if they yeah, if they wanted him, they would have already at least been in talks to to do the buyback, right? Like if I were on the Poro watch, you know what I would be watching? I would be watching to see if he just got let it not see if I don't have to make a move this winter and just see if he gets hurt the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, because like I mean he has been sort of not that bad but like kind of more injury prone so if he stays healthy over the next you know six months like i, I would yeah. pay 45 million for him but do they feel like they have the pressure to do that now slash like or would they actually be willing to pay those prices yeah yeah and i think is like tottenham saying, the kind of club that would spend 45 million in january right now i think yes because their season might- is is, might, is falling apart rapidly. They could, they could, they, they. Tottenham strikes me as a panic, as a team that likes to panic, especially like, with Conte as a manager who like isn't. They're not going to get. They're not going to get Edwards and Poro. No, I, I think they don't. I think they'd only get one. They'd get one. More likely to go for but, Poro because I think they can get Edwards more easily in the summer, especially yeah. with the with the percentage situation. They're in a better position there. And I think they've got enough yeah. forwards at the moment anyway. They've got Son, they've got Kulisinski. Yeah, that's they've got true as well. they're, they're loaded up front. They need a defender. I'm I'm with you there. I think they would go Pedro Porro first. Because but, I mean, Diana and then was... Edwards. Edwards, because there's going to, let's be honest, there's going to be a lot of haggling with that one, I think, more than uh, Porro. So I, I think Porro, if one of the two is going to leave now, it would be Porro over Edwards. Not based on want, just to... Um, Got feeling. Poro is Poro's a big Twitter guy, so I mean, yes, he's he, he's tweeting. So I mean, I I like <laughs> I've carefully been watching his account, bro, because like, it, it, I think things will be be self-reported there, but maybe just before they happen. We'll, you know know, we'll know if he's not going to Chelsea if we see some shots. <laughs> he's Alex, he's some tweets. the type of dude to tweet some cryptic <laughs> shit or like some like farewell shit or some shit that like yeah. you know so we'll, well no he's not going to Chelsea if we all of a sudden see like some Joao Felix sub shade like sub tweet <laughs> do you know yeah, back in the day like on Instagram you had um, like you could see what people were liking and like who he was following like on yeah, that yeah. if they had that but I reckon Poro would be doing some numbers there yeah, yeah. <laughs> liking every single Maggie post. As soon I want to see. Live. I want to see the Snapchat best friends list and see who's the top three. It, it would be. It used to be like Pedro Poro like this and like nine other things, and it's gonna be like all pictures of girls. I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Cool. Uh, moving swiftly on. Um, Paul Rodriguez asks. Uh, I'll. I want to take this question. Uh, he goes, oh, wow. "Who's been more disappointing, Trinkau Edwards?" I don't think Edwards has been disappointed. No. The thing is, right, he's had... He has been games. inconsistent as well. Yeah. yeah. He's oh, hit much higher sure. highs. He's hit much higher highs. Yeah. And I think... I, I, I think Edwards... I saw recently has been sort of a scapegoat for for what's happened. And I think Trincao's definitely had more off games. I see what they mean about Edwards because, like Chris said, he's inconsistent. When people are saying, oh, he's not worth, like, 45 million because 
basically, if I'm correct, 50% of that goes to Spurs anyway. So you're not saying he's worth what, 20, 27, whatever, whatever the num- number would be. Yeah. Like 70% Poro, 50% Edwards. Yeah. That's, so our, that's our pa- That's what we own of, of the, yeah. the past. Okay. Yes, so it's like I don't understand how people could say Edwards is worth forty-five because he it won't be. I mean, it is forty-five million. Don't get me wrong, but it won't be to us. It'll be whatever the percentage will be. We'll get it. We'll is, get the half. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing with Verandas. You can say all you like about what he's done for the club, and like he's won a lot. There's no no debate in there whatsoever. But when you look at Rui Costa, who's been president for literally under or maybe just over two years. He's made so much money because he puts release scores, 120, 140, whatever. Even Bruno Tocavalio back in the day, I know obviously he's been ousted and never wants to move on. When we signed a 32, 31-year-old Brian Ruiz, 120 million buyout. Yeah. But why does Verandas can like for these young players as well? We don't have we don't players, 45, 45, 45. We don't have with haggle. the number 45. We don't haggle for price anymore. We're we roll over. Like that's a thing. Yeah, like, a we, lot of the operation is always... outsourced as well. I mean Benfica's operation always... is outsourced as well, sort of, because they go through the same client manager, but like they just have a they're high like, it's like you know how like Nike has tiers of uniforms? Yeah. Like, that they like, you know, customization levels, like just a few has tiers of like service and like yeah. We're not in the tier one of, of service. Not anymore. Um, so we don't get top prices doing it that way. And so, like, I don't know. Like, we need to, like, be able to, like, branch out more. And um, I, I mean, I hope that, to be honest, like, one of the things that I've criticized for recently is, like, not buying enough players from the South American market and, like, basically only having transfers handed to them, basically. Yeah. So I hope if Han Longo shows anything but like i don't know i hope it's at least like a, a positive reflection like i don't think that that signing came from george men so at least it came from somewhere else or you could send me something that, that tells me tells me that it is but i mean as far as i can tell it isn't so yeah <clears throat> and it seems think, like we own 100 percent yeah. of him as well i hope well he's a free he's a totally free <laughs> transfer despite um yeah, we don't we don't haggle though anymore. Like we we're very, we're not as stubborn. Rosario as, will get as like Benfica, the solidarity right? clause, but that's it. You yeah, know? they'll get yeah they'll get the obligatory like FIFA like five <laughs> yeah. percent or something. Yeah, I think it's like it two point five or something like that. Yeah, um, but yeah, like we just we don't haggle anymore for price. Like I think that's the big thing is we we just kind of like okay, we'll just take what we can get, and you see with Benfica, they're like no, like this is. Where they don't budge off their ass. We'll see what happens. With very sell, very sell. Do you think it's really over? Budge. Is the saga I think he's really staying until summer. Staying until summer. No one's going to try to come back in. I mean, there's still 20 days. I, I think he stays till summer. I feel like I feel like if there was going to be like a, I feel like if anybody was in advanced talks, we would have probably already heard about it by now. True. True. We'll see I how good they get. See if Chelsea we'll lose again, let's see how bad Chelsea's situation gets. <laughs> well. They just we know Chelsea and, yeah, we know they Chelsea did. and Tottenham are both uh, spiraling pretty bad. So there's always it 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 will probably get worse before it gets better for either club. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, most definitely. I th- I, th- I think Enzo stay until summer at least, and I, I'm pretty sure they're not going to accept anything less than 120. Yeah, most likely outcome. I think yeah. as well. 
But I don't, I don't, I don't think they can dime under a hundred. Just the ending, you know. Happy ending. He points to the badge. It's resolved. Like yeah. I think there might be one more interruption before it's all said and done. <laughs> the last Twitter question we have uh, today is from at Boba Zweber. I hope I'm saying that correctly. AFC underscore Robin. Um, I'll ask it to both of you. Start off with you, Richard. Um, is it worth on, uh, worth for us to cash in on Edwards and Para now and build for the future? What do you think? Jesus Christ on the cross. We've been building for the future for the last like 10 years. Um <laughs> Sure. I mean, if if the price is right, like I'm never gonna say like no player is untransferable at the end of the day. Uh, if the price is right and you're actually gonna be smart with how you invest it, like sure. I do think that would also be a sign that you think the season's lost at that point, though, too. That you think there's not absolutely nothing you can salvage because what are you playing for outside of trying to hold on to the conference league spot? Because you're not, you're not even going to get your, you're going to get conference league at this point, unless you win toss the league, then you, I think you do get your Europa League. I don't know how they're because they've changed how the the domestic cups work for qualification, but yeah, but Rich, if, what do you, what do you think, what do you think about the uh, what happened in the summer with Matthias Nunes? Like, do you think the Sporting's position was that they didn't, they actually didn't want to sell him, or do you think that that was just their public facing position? Because I think I mean, I, I'm genuinely facing. asking because I don't know what happened here. Like, do you think that they just got bullied by? I think it was I think it was public facing. They got bullied by Wolves and George Mench. So, so I, mean, I hope to, be, to God they get sent down this year. That'll be a whole yeah. laugh. I'm saying is like I think that that could easily just happen again. They could not want to suffer yeah. Edwards, and then they just get fucking stiff armed in the face and just have to. Yeah. I think I think it's a combination of they probably got bullied a bit and they maybe didn't want to. And I I genuinely think that Mateus Nunes forced it. The only reason I think it is because I remember me, Chris, and Danny came on the podcast when, like, the news broke as we were going live. I think it was yeah. um, CM Journal, maybe, said that it, it was, like, 45 million and 5 million, and it was done. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. re- they said, nope, it's been rejected, whatever. Then, what, two months later, I think it was, maybe a month and a half, he was, was gone for that exact on the, same price. It was when I came on yeah, the show, it was, and like it was literally the same offer. Yeah. Same so, offer. It, yeah. it makes me think that maybe Mateus pushed for it and like wanted like because there is a thing that I think he he thought maybe he'd get more exposure at Wolves and to be fair he has because he's been linked to Liverpool already in in this window so he could obviously mm. make that jump across um but I, I, part of me thinks that whether it was agent or just Mateus himself I think I think it's definitely maybe 50-50 blame on on club and player but I think maybe a bit more on Mateus Nunes' side if I if I'm defending Randers here which yeah. As you guys know, I don't really like I mean, to do too much. But... You're never, you're never going to get so, the I mean, story from the Could you see either. a scenario where Edwards or Poro themselves push just for a move in January? Edwards, yes. Poro, Edwards, I don't yeah. think so. Edwards, I could see. Poro He's... doesn't want to be too far away from Maggie at all times. I can't Ed... blame him. Gotta keep his eye on him. <laughs> <laughs> can't say I blame the guy. Uh, I mean, Edwards, she's never I, too I, far I from him. Let's be real. <laughs> Yeah, Ed, Edwards, I can see pushing yeah. for it, especially like with a with a team like Spurs looking at him. Maybe not like a Wolves, because I know Wolves was linked. I think a Champions League club can would, and I guess Spurs is sort of the perfect story. Go from like not making it there to going to Portugal coming and back. coming back. So well, when so, I watched when I watched their it was their game. You know what I really can't discuss in London. That's all they could talk about on the. Uh, 
on the CBS feed was how he was a Spurs boy, and then he scored the goal. And it's like, how fitting is that? Is the guy he? who played for Spurs, Spurs. scored against Spurs. Is he that much of a Spurs fan himself, personally? I don't think he's a Spurs. Like, I don't what, think he's a Spurs it's fan. It's tough to suss out like what his level of love because he. I mean, he doesn't. It's tough to suss out anything from the man, to be honest. But, um, I, I like. I mean, if it's like if he's like really a Tottenham boy, then yeah, I can see him trying to like it's his yeah. club, right? Can we blame him if the task of the league doesn't happen? Not winning the league, probably not going to win the Europa League. I mean, you have the opportunity, right? You would want to do it. Um, but I don't really know how much of a Tottenham fan he actually is personally. If that's just I, I like know. where he started playing and just happened to, to leave and, you know, at a young enough age, he doesn't care. I don't know. Well, cause like how many guys don't really play for the club that they grew up like? Like Miguel Veloso and his, like Miguel Veloso's dad was a played for Benfica. Yeah, they took and him Miguel to Veloso, he Miguel right? Veloso, he got cut from the Benfica Academy, came to Sporting, and he's always been a Sporting guy. He never went to Benfica. We're the only team he played for in Portugal. Right? So it's, I guess you're, I think it does depend on, like, how connected does he feel to Spurs to maybe sit there and say, fuck it, I want to force a move. It's about, you know, setting his family up financial, like, doubling his bread, most likely, or more. You know? I'll never fault. I'll never fault a player for chasing the bag. Like at the yeah. end of the day, like I'll, I get it. Well, as we know from ADN Liao, he doesn't have a girlfriend, as as far as we know. He's on, he's on Tinder. He's on Bumble. He, he's on there. <laughs> Ladies, um, he is single. He's married to the game, bro. <laughs> he's married to the streets. <laughs> but no, I've, I've got a weird story about Marcus Edwards. So well, it's not really weird, but someone who was in my brother's year and used to play football with my brother is like Marcus Edwards' cameraman now and like goes to the game like he went to Wembley uh, not Wembley, oh. the Spurs game and like filmed him like playing took pictures of him and like does, does he film them in, him. in England only or does he go to Portugal and film them I think he, he's gone to Portugal a few times um, okay I'll, try, I'll give him a shout out because he actually does make good stuff if I can remember what it's called um, yeah but yeah okay. like it's just just so weird like how how weird it is from obviously from like Stevenage England all the way to to sport <laughs> for for Marcus Edwards, but um, by way of Guimarães, by way of Guimarães, Kingston, Ontario, links to Bay Mar. Like, what do you want? <laughs> like, distant links to the founding of the team. Like, crazy things happen. Yeah. So I found the account. It's it's produ- productions by Lorenzo. So f- feel free to follow that. Take some good images and does edits. Went to the World Cup as well, I think, and, nice. and did some photography there. But but yeah, small world as they say. Um. Uh, but yeah, just thought that was an interesting fact to get out of the way. But um, but yeah, we'll move on to the more depressing stuff now, unfortunately. And that is this weekend's game against Maritimo, um, which unfortunately resulted in a 1-0 loss. Porto dropped points, um, so we could have overtaken Before them. Us. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did Befica drop points as well? Us. That game week as well, right? It was last week, not this week. They dropped points. Mm-hmm. So there are, the squad is as follows. As I said, it was a 1-0 victory to Maritimo. We had a downing goal. Coates, Matias Vrijs, Inacio, Pedro Porro, Arthur Gomez at left-back, Matias Fernandez in the midfield, Ugarte, Marcus Edwards, Trincao, Paulinho. Unfortunately, Matias Fernandez was the one who gave away uh, the penalty. Uh, Nuno Santos, Rochinha, and St. Just, as well as Jovan, came from off the bench. Uh, Chris, I'll start with you. What were your overall thoughts on the game? My overall thoughts were that the overall experience was very unpleasant. Um, the first 20 or so minutes 
were the peak of the action, uh, I would say. We took initiative. We actually kind of looked dangerous. We created a couple chances. Um, I think that that was actually probably the best, like, period of the game for us, other than, like, minutes 88 through 92, where we had a couple chances again. Um, but yeah, it it was just like it 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 felt like out of out of ideas. Like as the it it was either this it was either zero zero or or one nothing loss, and sadly yeah. it was the even worse outcome. This the zero point performance. Yeah, yeah, man, we just can't seem to win here. It's always it's always <laughs> Maritimo in Madeira. Yeah. It's always yeah. them. In the last eight is a terrible record. Uh, they honestly, to be honest, like we made slight work of the last place team, Pasquale the week before, dismantled them. Yeah, like, what the happened to them? By the way, they're on three points. Didn't yeah? Holy didn't even look like they deserved to be on the same field as us. These guys Holy are shit. in theory only slightly better than them, the second to worst team. Yeah, and I mean they. Probably, I feel like had probably one of their better performances recently. They're the type of team where they're they're signing guys. They they had January signings, just like hopping off planes and, and playing in this game, right? You know, they they're so desperate that they're just signing guys to instantly play. Um, and they put together a decent performance, uh, created some chances. If they were a little bit more efficient, they I feel like could have scored a, a goal from open play. They get the penalty due to the reckless challenge. Um, and that's ultimately the decider. I mean, that's why I said it could have been probably 0-0 zero, zero or one nothing because, you know, I just don't think we did enough to score. We didn't – I felt like it wasn't even Cruzaball because Cruzaball, like, ensures that we even, like, have the ball in their final third and are, like, just spamming it in. There was just, like, nothing. No, no, no line-breaking whatsoever. It was – a very very sad performance. Um, Arthur Gomes, I'm looking at his rating just to pick on him. Four point seven. I mean, bro, I didn't even like remember him being on the field. Dude, his performance was just so I non-existent. He I forgot he was. I forgot he started. <laughs> the ghost of Arthur Gomes was out there apparently. <laughs> yeah, and that's really all I have. Um, there's no memorable performances. I feel like to take away from this. Uh. Poro's beautiful first time ball and a decent effort by Polino is probably like the peak of the That's game. That's the high. That was the highlight of the game. That was, was a that great was the high. Save. Great was save. A hell of a save. Poro let it ride past him. First time cross, perfect right to him. You know. Yeah. I was thinking if if that goes in, I think we're winning like three or four because I think probably they would have collapsed. Need. Probably. Yeah. Because it doesn't take much for a team it. like this to collapse. I feel like. No, they would have. But the longer it. it goes on, they just keep building. You know. No, the longer yeah. it's the longer it stayed nil nil, the worse the worse it was for us, the better it was for them. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Rich, take away what were your overall thoughts on the game? I know a lot of people are shouting ref controversy about this game. There's like one like first of all, Portal was diving left, right, and center. Um there was the one that there the one that I few people the, that were diving. The one that I think they had a case on was when he got pushed, but there was one where he came flying in and he like just jumped over the guy's leg. 
That was immediately after the push. Which was, yeah, which was like a minute after. It was so quick. I was like, bro, what are you doing? Um, yeah. Yeah, this was <laughs> this this was a wet part of the game. This was so disappointing and just like dull and disjointed. Like, yeah. Marty Timu just they they probably we were actually probably lucky to get out of the first half nil-nil because Marty Timu didn't play that bad. Um it was very little odd. Like Chris kind of summed up what I wanted to say. It was just we didn't do enough to score to begin with. We just there was like almost no sense of urgency. Um the penalty was was a dumb penalty to give away, but it's a young, what, 19-year-old player, so, like, mistakes are going to get made. Uh, the starting lineup was such a mishmash of people, too. Like, Artur starting at left-back, Mateusz Fernandes starting at all. Um, yeah, it was just, it was weird a little bit in that lineup. It was just, I feel like anything that could have gone wrong kind of went wrong. Like, they just, they, they did nothing to, they had no urgency didn't do enough to score, and that's all I gotta say. And it's all—it's always in Madeira as well. It's always against Maritimo in Madeira where shit happens with this team. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. It was an awful performance. The best player I thought for us was was Paulinho, but that's not even saying much. Um, no. I, I think the the like we said, the save was out of this. Like I think it was f- a phenomenal save, one of the oh, best I, saves this season. I, think. I played that. I could never make that save. That was a hell of a save. Yeah, and I think, like Chris said, there was no like even I say Paulinho was the best player, but it wasn't. He didn't have a great game or even a good game. He was just the best of a bad bunch. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, especially the subs, Jovan, that corner he took. I just can't oh, get it out of my head. As a, <laughs> as a professional, you should be able to take a corner. Yeah. Like, if it goes too far, okay. If it goes too short, fair enough. Ah, if it goes, it does. If it doesn't even make it in the box. Again, I could have made. I could have got that ball in the box. <laughs> oh my god, Jovan! What the hell was that? that I was, was that was. I was also baller. surprised to see Rochinha is alive and well. Um, he is alive. Well, he's alive. I don't know about well. He's alive. I, I, I thought he was 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 pretty good <laughs> until like the finish where he had like the he- open open header. I thought he he impacted the game I quite well. Come back anyways. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And but yeah, I don't know how Japan's got a five foot six. I thought I, I, it was like he took the corner, and other than that, I don't remember a single thing. I remember nothing <laughs> from him. I, I think he might have dribbled into a guy like he usually does at least once a game. That was genuinely like that, his was, highlight. A, that was about it. Was those two? I think he dribbled into a guy and he fucked up a corner. Like, yeah, and I felt for bad you. for for Artel Gomez as well, playing at left wing back. It's obviously just not his position. Like, no, you could tell he looked uncomfortable. Compared to Nuno Santos as well, who's who looks like a natural. Trincao is horrible as well, I thought. Trincao's yeah. dog shit. I'm sorry. That's, that, that's such a waste of transfer funds for us. That's such a waste of fucking money and time. It was energy. considered a like a discount price at the time. At the at the time, yeah. We, now we have hindsight, and it's aged like milk on a hot day. Like it's just not turned out. Great. Yeah, it feels tough. That I mean, he's just one of those guys who just has to keep playing him and hope that he picks his form up again. But it's yeah. not really working so far. Uh, yeah. As far as the I honestly, I honestly feared for the worst as far as the ref crying because I feel like ref crying after this game is embarrassing because the performance is so bad and like so yeah. undeserved and the incident in question is 
in my opinion, very questionable even to begin with. So to be ref crying is crazy. Uh, and like, obviously, like guys like Manuel Fernandez are going to be doing that, sadly. Miguel Braga, one hundred. Miguel Braga existed. Literally, their job to be annoying in that way is they're employed for that reason. Yeah, so they're, they're going to do that. Defend the club. So, but I'm actually very happy to see that it like wasn't more widespread because, like, let's. I mean, I I don't even think the guy fully extends his arm. Poro slows up. He's looking for the contact. He's diving mm-hmm. a minute later. Mateus Reyes is diving. Nuno Sense is diving. There's a lot of diving going on. They they're trying to get a penalty. Um, and then it, it bit him in the ass the other end with a legitimate <laughs> penalty. Ultimate <laughs> irony. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The thing is as well with. If this was like our first loss of the season, then I think maybe it's okay to blame referees. But since we've been so poor throughout this season that we've lost so many games already, it's like there's there's not an excuse, and it's a lazy excuse if you're you're blaming the referee. I did yeah. I did think that Poro one, like Rich said, was was a penalty. Um, I when don't you understand him in the back. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't understand why that wasn't even looked at, and like it, it just no, seemed it to wasn't. Be... You're right, it wasn't looked at. I forgot about that. But on the flip side, Mateus There Fernandez, was the handball one, though, too, which was a bit weird, which they did stop and look at, and then it was played on. Quick, it was a very yeah. – There was no look. clean angle of it as well. It seemed like there was only no. that one angle that they had. And it, was, it looked like it was filmed with a Nokia phone from, like, 2012. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, uh, if you don't have – it's the thing. if you, It's the role in most sports with video review. If you don't have enough to overturn the original call, the original call stands. Yeah, yeah. So and that that Mateus race one at, at first, I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was a penalty when I saw it. Obviously, the replay comes in. It looks done. it looks worse in real time, and then you see the replay. It's like, oh, not so much. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very clever from the Maritima defender actually, because he knew exactly what he was gonna do. Like he, he <laughs> he's been he's been in that he's been playing Portuguese league for yeah. a while, probably. Like he's been in that yeah. position before. He knows what to not do. Yeah, exactly. I, I did feel bad for Mateus Fernandez. He got a lot of, of stick of, of like not being yeah. ready and that. But it it's was literally team. like a split second. Yeah. Like we, we get the the courtesy of getting replays and seeing it over and over again. Mm-hmm. For him, it's literally a split the second decision. And I think it was Jamie Axton. And of course, it's inexperience. He's what, 18, 19? He's, he's, a, gonna he's, make a, he's a literal child. Like, He's still young. Uh, he's learning. It's a really game. weird play, too, okay. because the midi team player like, doesn't even find the ball. He's like yeah. looking and he like doesn't even find the ball to the last second. And I feel like Mateus Fernandez's foot like misses the back of his like uh calf. Yeah. And then like catches him again like as it like goes down the second time, you know. Yeah. It's and very like, unfortunate, but and as well, he's not even like our third choice for, or even fourth choice midfielder because no. you go you got Morita pot at the moment. And last game it was the Suga who got the start over him. So that make, yeah. yeah, so does that make Mateus Fernandez he's the like, fifth choice? He's between four, he's between four yeah. and six. Yeah. That's what we know for sure. Because so, Bragantz is hurt. Bragantz is hurt. Bragantz is hurt. So Tiras doesn't even exist. Sotiris is like number 20. He'll put Andre Paolo in midfield instead of him. Is he even a real person? I think he might just be a figment of all of our imaginations at this point. He's a five minutes of an in-league cup blowout player. And then didn't Amrim still criticize him afterwards? I fucked up this one half pass. Yeah, he's... I, I, I'm convinced he's not even a real person at this point. 
I've barely seen them. But yeah, just a, a shocking game, a shocking performance. Not, I'm not going to ask you who your man of the match was because I don't think there is any. Um, but yeah, seems... anybody who anybody who didn't have to watch this game, you're the man of the match. Anybody, <laughs> anybody who, who didn't watch Steam, whether they thankfully they here's the thing, thankfully it match. was going on at the same time as uh, football was because it was on the East Coast Sunday at yeah. one was kickoff, which is the same time as kickoff for football. So, um, yeah, at least there was like two things going on, so I didn't have to, uh, you know, a hundred percent of the time kill myself watching it. No, I had other entertainment, thankfully. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good thing the game was at six, but it's a shame we lost because, like, I love six p.m. kickoffs. I don't want to nine fifteen kickoffs are so pointless. Yeah. Like, I love a, I love a one p.m. kickoff on a weekend, like, because like our time, anyways, it's so much nicer. Yeah, like, like four, like we get kickoffs that go on like four, four time, and four, then, yeah, because the nine they're awful four. just for us. So I can't even imagine yeah. someone like yeah. like you, Sam, living in London with like a five hour time change being ahead of us. Like, that's gotta be dreadful. It sucks for us. Like. And even in Portugal, like people don't want to go visit stadiums that late because you have to no. think about it. Not only are they going to stadiums, need to get travel if they get in trains or metros or even drive in. They're going to be in cars for ages. Well, the latest, yeah. the latest games start like here in Canada, the states, like eight o'clock, eight thirty. That's yeah. the latest I've seen a game start like in, yeah. in a time zone, like eight thirty p.m. in whatever time zone they're in. Sometimes NBA like, final starts at nine. But that's really yeah, it. sometimes. Yeah. But even then, like I remember when yeah. I last really watched the NBA finals, it's always always like at eight o'clock because they have to yeah. they want to get it in between East and West Coast our time yeah. because we're Canada and the states are fucking huge. It's <laughs> like eight time zones. Like yeah, I I, I think they yeah. should in like do the model that the Premier League do where it's like early kickoff twelve, and then a few kickoffs at, at three or two at three. I love the, the Premier League model. Yeah, and then do some at six. But I understand why they do them. Like, they don't do two games at a time because, obviously, they want as much exposure as possible. But that just means having games so late. It's just... That's why stadium attendance numbers, especially for sporting in these times, are just awful. Like, they're they're awful normally. But then the 9.15 kickoffs just just don't Yeah, if you have a shitty kickoff time, like, it's... 9.15 on a Wednesday against Pasadena. Like, that's that's brutal. Like I, you couldn't. I don't know if you could pay me to go to that. Like, <laughs> depends where, where I'm coming from. Depends where I'm coming yeah, from. if I'm like right there, like I could swing it. If I have to go like more, if I have to go more than like an hour out of my way for dinner, yeah, it's not gonna happen probably. Yeah, like I could, I could just. And that's that. probably how a lot of people feel. Well, yeah, you can't blame. Them. In like, addition to the yeah. money that it costs as well, still way more affordable than coming to see a game like in Canada and the states, though I will say. Like in that comparison, like when I see people piss them, I'm like, oh, you should try going to an NHL game or an NBA game and see what you're going to pay there. Yeah, like the cheapest tickets in like NBA are like not even like the most expensive ones in football. Well, like, I, I work, I work in junior, I work in junior hockey, which is like a level below, like per, it's like amateur still. And like our cheapest tickets were like 15, 20 bucks. And people still complain. I'm uh, if that's I'm going hockey, to. <laughs> I'm going to Brooklyn Nets versus Celtics. On oh, that's a good game. Thursday at, in Brooklyn, and I'm in the top level, and I paid eighty five dollars yeah. US dollars for my yeah. ticket. We went. So to, that's like among the cheaper ones. Yeah, you know? we went so, to Ottawa yeah. 
We drove, uh, we spent New Year's in Ottawa, so we drove like the two hours from Kingston. Because Kingston, for anybody who doesn't know, we're like in between all the major cities in Canada. So we're like literally two hours away from like Ottawa, three away from Toronto, three away from Montreal. Uh, and I think a ticket, I think a ticket sitting not quite at the tippity top, but like at the bottom of like the lower of the top bowl was like 40 bucks for like a run of the mill game against a shitty team. But like I've yeah. seen those, t- but like we used to get free tickets from a provider at work. And those like tickets up by the glass would be like two, three hundred bucks, depending on the game, because they'll price jacket for a good team. Yeah. So yeah, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. The next game was the bra- the one before. Even was the Braga game, or was there a game in between? It was Pash Freira before Pash Freira, and then Braga was, was the, the yeah. demolition against Braga. Okay, so I'll get up on that one first. Cool. Actually, I think Goal Point have that one because it was a league game. Right? A league yeah, game, Goal Point. It's the toss of the Liga that uh, Goal Point won't have. This is another one, bro. You just were much like the Braga game before it. Um, mm-hmm. We were just, I mean, all over them. The goal, goal immediately. Uh, it was the Braga like goal the first few minutes. In, Braga goal came in one minute, and I think this goal came in like four minutes so mm-hmm. if you go up one nothing inside five minutes it'll go a long mm-hmm. way especially if you're playing the last place team in the league that has not won a game all season they have three points like what <laughs> i i didn't realize i didn't realize till like i got three draws until i looked at the standings like after this game and i was like holy shit what what's the record does anybody know for the least amount of points because that, that's got to be close uh, great question. I remember, like, in the Premier League season, like, 06 or 07 or something like that, Derby County or Derby County yes. had, like, 11, 11 points, points or something. Because yeah, we, were, we, like... were, we were running numbers on Sheff- I think it was Sheffield United a year or two ago, but they, won, they won a game with, like, a few heart. games. I'm curious what the record is just, just for Portugal in general, because unless it's zero, like, they got to be close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're definitely like, not on pace. No. Uh, just to answer this guy's question quickly, CR. Um, the question, the thing with Nuno Santos was that, but at the time he was one yellow away. Well, he still is one yellow away from being suspended, and I guess we were trying to rest him for Benfica, thinking we would beat Maritimo. Um, so that's why he didn't play the game. He was rested because Nuno Santos picks up a yellow time. card any like every other game. Yeah, so it I think was a it separate was just, time. We had hope. We were optimistic. Yeah, it was just it was just a case of trying to. To save save a player, I get first, it. Especially Nuno Santos, yeah, um, getting a yellow, so that was it. But um, anyway, we'll move on to this game. Uh, so yeah, three nil um, demolition of Passos to Ferreira. I'll start off uh, with our lineups. In goal, we had Adan, Nuno Santos, Matias Race, uh, Coates, Inacio, Pedro Porro, Pot, Esuga, who got sent off. Uh, Marcus Edwards, Trincao, and Paulinho with the goal. Jovan, Arthur Gomez, Rodrigo Ribeiro, uh, Matis Fernandez, and Sotiris all came on. Uh, Rich, I'll start off with you. What were your overall thoughts on on this game? Uh, well, not Dario Sugo's finest moment. We'll start with that. <laughs> that was, that was like that was I, something else. I rarely look at a tackle in football and like wince, but that one yeah, was like that, was that could have been so much worse than what it is. Luckily, that like it wasn't a broken leg. It, it well, because I remember the the last I've recently like the the youth player from Blaster who got like caved right in. Yeah, and that was my immediate thought was was that. No, thank goodness it wasn't. It it looked worse than what it actually was. 
Um, but yeah, not his finest moment. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, smarten up. Uh, yeah, not very little to complain about in this game, if anything, other than that. Like, we we dominated, could have won by a lot more, but we'll take a 3 0 win. Nuno Sanz looked like, I mean, he's the man of the match in this game, clearly. He had a goal. He looked, he was just running his ass off all over the place, running his mouth when he wanted to. Uh, it was good to see Paulinho getting on the score sheet again. He's had some really good momentum since, uh, since we started the games up kind of after the World Cup. So it's nice to see him. And I think some of the hate and stuff from fans has kind of died down, which I'm happy for him because he was getting he was getting shit on a lot. I'm like, he's, he's trying, man. Like, him a break. Um, yeah, I, I was happy with everybody. There was very little to complain about other than the Asugo challenge, which was just a reckless challenge. You got to be smarter about that. Like, that's that could have been so much worse. I'm... I'm glad that it wasn't worse, because um, yeah, that was that was like you said. I don't you don't win a lot of challenge in, in, in soccer football. I was like, oh shit, that looks just on first glance, it looked bad, but thankfully it it didn't turn out worse than what it was. Yeah, most definitely, uh, Chris. What were your overall thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we we just kind of steamrolled him. Uh, you know, I thought Poro was uh, was balling in this game. Yeah. Um, Nuno Sense as well. Uh, on the uh, on the third goal, just like the perfect play by Nuno Sense. Um. Uh, we're just. Uh, I feel like yeah. I mean, like I was I was saying this a little bit before we went live. Like after like the Braga game before this, and then this game, it's just like. Prior to the Ritimu game, like I was actually like we were on a roll, you know, kind of. We had momentum. Even, and we even got in our own way. That, like we we crushed a couple teams in the Sass of the Liga in mid January. Like we were cruising. Uh, I think it was seven, eight straight wins, maybe in all competitions. And then it all just came apart in the data. Yeah, yet again. Uh, no like out after this one, but I feel like yeah, that's it, been the story of the season. Is we. Anytime we gain some semblance of momentum, we just don't know how to get out of our own way. And we find a way to just I know we just need a one more again. win going into the derby, you know, to be feeling good about it. Well you would have been feeling amazing, yeah. Now the all of the wind is taken out of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's are what we, I'll are have we at to home or away, by the way, for the derby? Away, I think. Away. Oh god. God, my brother. And also I think the answer to your question of the worst team is uh Union the Union Lady in 07, I think they had 13 points. Oh, Posh is breaking out. I don't know if there's any team that's worse than that. <laughs> that was a sick like that was 1950 a or something. But. That was a sick. That was one in 06, 07 when we had 16 teams still in the league. So if you break that record with like four <laughs> X, you break that record with four extra games to play, Christ, you deserve it. Good for you. Good for, well, I don't know about good for you, but that's, that's certainly, uh, that's certainly not. A distinction you want to hold, I don't think. It's crazy because they were in the conference league not too long ago. They beat, so. they got a win over Tottenham like a year and a half ago. No, <laughs> like in the they conference beat league. Tottenham. They beat yeah. Tottenham at home, and then they got steamrolled when they went to uh, to London. Because we were all hoping, it, we were all holding out hope to, to help the coefficients, and uh, nah, we had hope. For, we had hope for about a week. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, I'll give my quick thoughts and we can move on because we got other games to to, to cover. But yeah, a sugar tackle was stupid. And like I said, with the Mateus Fernandez one, it was just an experience. I think even Amarim said that he was just trying to get to every ball and sometimes you don't need to. Sometimes you yeah. can let kind of a bit a bit of space. Um but yeah, horror tackle. Glad that the player's okay. I'm sure Suga will be fine, like mentally coming back. Um but yeah, I thought like Paulinho getting a goal is always a, a win for me in my book. You know, up to that point, he was like, I think that was his like fourth consecutive game with oh, a goal. Yeah. Could, could could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it, pretty sure it was. Um, uh, and Edwards with an assist. Nuno Santos was great. Obviously, man of the match. Got an informal FIFA for it as well. So clearly he's doing something right. Um, hopefully he can replicate that against Benfica as well. Um, but yeah, this one, like Chris said, like we want to roll and I was looking confident. I, to be honest, I wasn't really thinking about the game with Maritimo. I was more just focused on Benfica. That's probably where I went wrong and probably where some of the players went wrong as well. They got um, too far ahead of themselves. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's what I think as well. Um, especially, like, we'll get into it, but the, the game over Braga made me think, like, like we're back. Like, we're unstoppable. Like, because that's what, that's what it looked like. We saw Bra- same Braga team take points off Benfica. Yeah. So it's like, like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, and like they took points off us, and like the, the, the first game of the season, that and it's just bonkers draw. Yeah, yeah, it was I just forgot about that. <laughs> absolutely crazy. And then obviously going to Maritima, we lose, but yeah, it was, it was a great game. Um, it feels weird talking about it because we know what the outcome was afterwards, but, but yeah, definitely uh, a good performance. Um, good performance, and you know. Grateful to get the three points in this game, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll move on to everyone's favorite competition, which is the, the Tasa de Liga. We run this um, shit. <laughs> this is our tournament. Back to back five nils. Uh, I didn't even thing. care about the World Cup. I was just mostly caring about the Tasa de Liga yeah. group stage. Tired is World Cup. Wired is Tasa de Liga. <laughs> so the line was as followed. Uh, Dan, uh, Inas, Inas. <laughs> that's a weird name. What you have? Do you, do you have? Google I think I've translated on. Yeah, that's what. That's why. <laughs> Goro Ignatius. Goro Ignatius. Who else? Everybody else. Mateus, they, Mateus Kings. But they gave you. But they gave you fucking Trincao. They couldn't find a fucking translate for Trincao. Good for you. Gunk. Mateus Kings goes goes kind of hard, you uh, but anyway, yeah, Inacio Coates, Mateus Race, Peter Porro instead of Pedro Porro. Uh, <laughs> Big P from the Manuel Ugarte, Pop, Nuno Santos, Trincao, Paulinho, Edwards. Uh, Paulinho, again, for me, getting a goal is, is a win, especially, I think that's the first goal we ever scored against Braga. Um, yeah, so I think you're right. Shout out to him. Uh, Trincao with a goal against his former club as well. Pauli, uh, I said Paulinho already. Marcus Edwards. Pedro Gonzalez, who people might not know, came from the Braga Academy, so technically scoring against his former club as well. Um, Inacio oh, yeah. getting one as well. As a guy coming on, did not score against his former club, unfortunately. Um, Sotiris, oh. Esu, Otto Gomes, and Jovan uh, came on. Uh, to me, I don't really remember much of this game, but Rich, I'll start off with you. What were your overall thoughts? Uh, we scored like what? Like, Four was it four minutes in? So I was like, okay, cool. And then it just didn't no stop quicker coming. than that. I think it might have been inside one minute to be honest. Move up, yeah, zoom in and go back. It says four, but it I think it was four, three, or three. It felt like it felt like one minute. Like, yeah, they scored <laughs> immediately, and then they scored again. 
and and then they had the penalty, and it was just no. Like, here's what it was: they had like five chances in the first minute. It was just bang, 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 and then that's like, what it was. It was like Braga did just didn't get anything. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was five 0 at halftime. Um, I don't think I wa- I watched a bit of the first. I watched like a bit of the first half at work. It was a slower day. Second half was just not. Second a good half, thing. I didn't even. Second half, I didn't even bother because I'm like, it's five 0 If like, if you manage to blow this game, I fold the fucking team. We had like two chances, and they had one. It was, there really wasn't much going on. I think at that point, it was just a pact of non-aggression. Let's just finish this fucking game. Like we not neither of us want to be here at this point. Like we got other shit to worry about. It's we're going into Christmas, like or whatever. Like let's leave. We yeah. did get uh, honestly like the put. I think. I don't know if it was the first or the second penalty. One of them is like a kind of soft push, you could say. I think like, it was the I, second one, but I, I think it was about then. maybe about as equal as the push as the Poro one. You know, uh, I'm not. I'm not really. I'm not really sure though. But it was about. I would say it was. It was on. It was yeah. in the realm of like very slight nudges. You could yeah. say. Got one. Got. It was in the realm of you could easily honest. just not call yeah. and you wouldn't really yeah. say anything about it. It was a 50. Uh, I wish we got the other one, but yeah, we got this one. Yeah, I mean, we just we just steamrolled them, bro. They never had a chance. Uh, yeah. It was 3 nothing inside 17 minutes, I think. And they played like pretty much, they played like their A team too, for the most part. Like I saw, that's what was more baffling yeah. as well. It's not, like they played a bunch of, it's not like they played a bunch of fucking juniors or guys from the B team or people I've never heard of. Like this was their their A team. Yeah, like they've got they got their full team out and you know when I last saw the lineup I was like, oh man, it's gonna be I thought it was gonna be one of them games that is just like nil nil until like the last minute and then it was gonna be a yeah, take it. Stinker. But no I, I wonder what the betting odds were for five nil as well. I mean that if was someone just... bet the over they probably cashed out. <laughs> they probably cashed out big because I I would have taken more than like a goal or two happening in this game. So if you bet like over two or three goals in this game, you probably made. Especially it's only ninety minute game, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm just gonna add again. Um, was happy to see Paulinho score. I do feel even though he didn't score, it's Marissimo. He's he definitely got a lot more confidence in in shooting the ball and like getting them on target at least. And I feel mm. like he plays with a lot more. Almost like carefree, like obviously he still runs and does what he does for the team, but he's also good up front and it seems like he has less pressure on him now. Um, I don't know if that's due to there's been things of him going to like therapy and going to a therapist and a sports psychologist. And you know, and I think too, there's been guys that the fans have been egging on, like egging on a bit more than him too. Like he's not been, he like even if he's not putting a great performance, it's like, well, today Cal play like shit today. Or so and so play like shit today. So I think that that helps. Not that's great. You should like if you're gonna yell at a guy on social media, like fucking touch grass. But at the day, I yeah. think that might have some do. Is there's there's less and less hate directed to him, and it's kind of unfortunately been redirected to other players. I and like, he's got, he's got well. his own song as well. So like he's definitely like a fan favorite. I know Lauren, if she's still here, is like an, a massive Luna, uh, not uh, Paulinho hater, as is uh, Juicebox Liao, who like. He despises Paul. Paulinho. Hates Paulinho. Paulinho could vent and cure for every disease in the world, and he'd be like, "Nah, don't like it's him." What's the meme? It's like if he has no hate, if he has uh, <laughs> yeah. haters, I'm one of. If he has one hater, I'm the hater. If he has no haters, <laughs> I'm dead. That's what it is. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't think there's a 
there's any other stuff on on this game unless no, you two we have a lot of the i think we just have the news dumps which we got a lot of to get through we do have a lot of random news dumps to be honest yeah where do we want to start? Do we want to start with the Ronaldo? Do we want to start with the logo thing? I mean, just before, I think, did we cover Mauritano in the last podcast or was that? Did we cover that? I think we got that in the last one. Yeah, I feel okay, like we got cool. that one. Um, I just see this question just before we go. So Jack says, hi, guys. Yeah, Newbie yeah. here. Thanks for the great pod. Thank you for listening. Man. My condolences. <laughs> God, you... We're jealous that you can go to the games, though. Yeah. 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 yeah like, like... We're, we're stuck. Like, we're... We're stuck all in different countries and like across the ocean, so like it's not as easily accessible to go to a game. And like, yeah. Also, like this may seem like a bit of like a armchair fan, but because we're doing so well, like usually I go every year to go watch them, but I don't want to. Yeah. I just, I just don't. I like. I went to see the Tottenham game to be fair, and I feel like that's enough. Cause... Oh, when they went to when they went to Tottenham, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was there, and that was that was that was cool. a hell of an away day. I looked like like we knew a lot of people like that went. That Maybe we'll get blast. like Man U in the uh, Europa League if we both advance or something. Yeah, yeah, I'd go, but... go to that. But like. And like yeah. maybe if we get far in in Europe and we get like a cool away day, like I would I would go. But um... where is it? Where is the Europa League final? I think it's this year. Actually, I want to see. I've I've googled it like three times and I still can't remember it. We're gonna find. I always you know It's like. I want to say it's like a country, maybe like Azerbaijan. I feel like it's an Eastern European. It's oh, it's in Hungary. It's in uh, it's oh, in Budapest, awesome. where they played uh, some of the games at the Euros last year. Great city, oh, okay. from what I've heard. I've heard yeah. positive things about it. Um, that's where it is this year. Is at the Puskas Arena in Budapest, Hungary. So yeah. all right, I'll go. I mean, if we make it, <laughs> it was in Seville. Oh, it was in Seville. It was in Seville, <laughs> like Seville last year, right? So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. shout out to Jack, by the way. You picked the good Lisbon, well, not the good Lisbon side, but the, the best, not even the best, I'm trying to think of the word. The, you picked a side. <laughs> you picked yeah, a side. You, <laughs> you picked the right side, there we go, of, of Lisbon, I suppose, the, the green side. It's certainly a choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, we're here for your for your open therapy when when you in- inevitably yeah. need it, because you will. We've, we've been watching, like, I've been watching this team since I was like, five and like i've we've seen some things i mean he is a tottenham <laughs> fan so i mean he yeah, he's probably seen some things as well but i know you've seen your team lose a european <laughs> final at home to a team you never That's heard tough. of nice. um, <laughs> i can't remember if it was danny and steph or maybe chris you were here when the alcohol attacks happened i remember we did one of them on that but yeah that, that must was, have been that yeah. must have been a hell by the way to do that because no one knew what was going on no, yeah, it was also really confusing. There was, dude, the amount of fake news at that time was crazy. It was like it would be like George Jesus is, is walking out. All the players refuse to play. The youth team is going to play the last game of the, the season. Fi- like the final, yeah. And then it's like they're and, not going like, to play the so, final. And then they they're, they're not going to. They're not playing against Avs. Like there was a lot of shit that that was there said was that so just did, didn't end up happening. But a, a lot of shit did end up. They said crazy, like everybody was gonna rescind, and like eight guys rescinded. It was still crazy, and like <laughs> we were, it was all these like we're gonna have all these wild court cases with each player, and we ended up settling everything out of yeah, court anyway. Yeah, like there was, yeah. it was Rino such Carvalho a mess. Was going down for like international terrorism. Yeah, there was a lot. Of it shit. was, it was a mess. Like that was, <clears throat> that was a, that was an embarrassing fucking time to be a fan. Like yeah, if you're, I'm sorry, if you're that riled up over a fucking game, like I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's, 
Like, I get being annoyed and upset, but if you're gonna get that riled up, then you need to resort to physical violence. Like, uh, you need to check your priorities. <laughs> That's a little extreme. Yeah, like, I mean, there's no defending it. But... No, you're, you're a fucking moron. Like, when you're, you're that pissed off and over, over a game? Like, come on. Yeah, but, like, yeah, that that was definitely, like, when people say, like, oh, I've supported my club through times, like, you've never seen your fans attack your own players and then your best players leave for free. And then you get them all for, like, a frat. I mean, now some of those prices have aged fine because, like, Jelson is nothing. Yeah. We got, like, 18 million plus Vieto for him. Um, yeah. Patricio probably was uh, was fair looking back, but... The only one that was a big miss, I think, was, was Liao. Like, we could have made... Liao, Liao and William. We could have made Joel Felix money on, on that, I, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Liao and William were the two that really, like, sucked. Um, Liao especially. Um, I'm this comment. I'll check it out. It sounds crazy. It's very serious. You're pretty much shitting on Ultra Culture. Ultra Culture is fine until you start acting like an absolute fuckwit. There's... There's a fine line between like, it's it's a great atmosphere and it's great for the game. And oh no, I mean, just being Fox, a I believe in all the conspiracy theories. <laughs> I believe in all the conspiracy theories, but the fact of the matter is, is the attack still happens. Like, it's still, it's the still videos happens. aren't like fake. Like, Bazal's God beat the shit with a bell. Like, he did not. I, I think the pr- I think the problem more so is is that the way that it was taken advantage of was taken advantage of in a way that you that was not normal like for example like the Mar- yeah. Mar- marseille it happened Gimenez, like even like two to, months after ex- there was a benfica fan threw a brick through a window and it hits i think Servi yeah. in the face yeah. <laughs> yeah that was never like spoken of again it's not no. to excuse these actions but they do sometimes yeah. unfortunately occur but just the way that it was taken yeah. advantage of at sporting was very suspicious yeah. <laughs> to yeah. say the least. it sucks because like now there's not much of an atmosphere at the stadium uh, because a couple assholes had to ruin it for everybody, and that's such is life. But... Yeah, I mean, you can honestly trace back, like you know, like that meme of like all the dominoes lining up. Like the the stadium yeah. is dead. Direct. Oh, like, it's shambolic. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. There needs don't to be a new administration across, for the. I don't know how it comes come across back. live either, but like on streams and on TV, like it comes across as like okay, they sing a moon sub kid, and then that's it. Yeah, Boys. there's not much going on there. The whole thing but, with, I mean, with that is like Alcachet, like it all started from obviously we were shit, but Mark Mark Zacuna arguing with that them two fans. I think, think I, think it start, I think it started sooner when Bruno came out publicly on Facebook and just ripped the team. Apart. I, I think that was after Marcus Marcus think... Mark Zacuna had that beef with, with the two fans. Well, I think when did, he have, when did he have the beef? Was it after the athletic? Because it was I know after the athletic after the Atletico Madrid game, yeah. When we he he, he accused okay. Cohen Trial of getting sent off deliberately, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I felt like as soon as that happened, it was like the beginning of the downfall because I'm like, you can't like you can't come out and just rip on your team. Like, go rip them in private if you want to rip and shred them in the locker room. Have that. That's I have no like very little issue with that. Don't come out on Facebook and just start ripping your players apart because that's the last they know they feel that's bad. our they job. They know they feel bad. Like that's our job. <laughs> that's, our job. That's, what, that's what the fans are there for. They don't need to hear it from the president because I feel like that just justified some of these idiots and going and doing what they did. 
where it's like, well, if the yeah. president thinks they're fucking idiots, maybe we got to straighten them out ourselves. And that's what that's what it was. Yeah, was this the original uh, January 6th, bro? <laughs> this is the original January 6th. We were doing insurrections before it was cool. <laughs> but like, and on, we'll move on because this has been beaten into the mud so many times. Yeah. But there is so, there is like, there's not just one entity to blame. I do blame, I love Rudolf the Friday, but the Facebook post was stupid. And I think he's even said in the past that like he regrets doing that. Yeah. Um. Then there's also the stuff around, like Chris said, like the media blew it way out of proportion. Even some of the, like the players, like, like I remember, obviously I didn't think they should rescind, but I'm not, like I can understand why certain players wouldn't feel safe going back there. I, I, it's easy as a fan to sit there like I would never turn my back. When you I'm, read, and you I read know, the lawsuits of like how they couldn't fans. even sleep. It's like you can't sleep because you're like reliving this this traumatic event. Like doubling your salary is the thing that makes you be able to sleep again. It, I mean, it yeah, just comes across yeah. like they were milking it, right? You know. Yeah. Uh, I, it's easy as a fan too to sit there and say like I would never turn. Oh, you see, sitting on this pod, maybe Richard isn't aware of that. I forget the BDC pod that when he was on here, a lot was said. A lot was he said a lot. He said a lot of stuff, but he also said a lot of nothing on that pod. He talked a lot. He did. <laughs> like, it was a, it was lot. really good, but like he spent the yeah. first forty five minutes. I just said, "How are you?" And I was expecting like <laughs> he, he a five minute ran. answer. <laughs> he took it. And he spoke you guys didn't even get COVID the Twitter questions. And conspiracy theories. I was like, shit. We legit, Chris can vouch. We had like twenty questions that. We oh, I know because I, yeah. I think we got through like six. After. <laughs> you guys were like, we can't. I remember after days like we can't even do. We couldn't even get the Twitter questions. I'm like, I know that's rough. <laughs> like, yeah, that was yeah. You told you asked him how you were doing, and he just took it and fucking ran. <laughs> he went with it. That dude can monologue. <laughs> yeah. It was a good, great episode, though, nonetheless. It was um, really good. I'd love to have him on again if he'd be, yeah. if he'd be, if he'd be willing. Because I feel like there's a lot fairness, of questions you didn't get to ask, unfortunately. I, I think he's just done with football now. He doesn't like speaking. I can't, I can't, like I can't blame him. Like honestly, like, and every now like and again he'll drop a nugget. Like, like the, just around uh, me insult George Jesus on Wednesday afternoon. He, he exists like. He exists in like this, like the the stand culture world. I feel like you know what I'm saying, like the pop he's culture in like a bu- world, like a bubble. Like he's not in the sports world anymore. But like that world is like a very like that world has tons of fans, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe more, right? It's a more broad based like fan base. Like it's old people, it's young people. Like it's very ranging. Mm-hmm. So like he exists in this like alternative world now. So every now and again, he'll like get asked in like an interview with like some like random like pop magazine like, How would your time about sporting? like sporting thing, and he'll like say something you've never heard before, and like you'll have to go through like seven like different like means of media for it to even make it to you because like it's starting from like a pop magazine outlet in Portugal, and it has like to make its way show. all the way to me, you know. So so it's like yeah, so that that is interesting. Every now and again, he'll you'll, he'll he'll. I can't. I can't oh. say I blame him for wanting to be done with football because he probably does. Like, he probably no, I mean, they, sick of answering the same fucking question. To be honest, too. like, I'm actually feels it feels like like his life could be infinitely worse than it is now. Like, a lot worse things could have happened to him. Like, I'm just like glad to see that he's like living a life that seems fulfilling because for yeah. a while there, like, it did not even seem like that was like even a realistic possibility anytime soon. You know. Well, like he was accused of domestic abuse to um his current well well now his wife part, his, in, his partner in at the time big now brother. 
which it's uh, on Big Brother. I forgot it, but that feels like thirty years ago too. But even <laughs> his, like, like his, so his music career seems to be going like okay. Like DJ, I, I listened to some of it. It's not really. I don't like like house music and that. But like yeah. it was, it was okay for like someone who doesn't like that stuff. But I'm just, I'm happy he's doing okay. Like it's nice to see that he's kind of he's moved on and he's just kind of doing his own thing. Like I think that's yeah. the ultimate thing. Like I don't wish ill will on anybody. And I like, I really like the guy when he was president. But at the end, I'm like, you're you're digging yourself a hole. So I'm just, it's nice to see he's kind of just able to chill and, and lay back and do his own thing and hopefully live kind of semi in peace. Like, I'm, that's good for him. Yeah. Yeah. They were, dude, that, the, the media circus, like, around him at the time, they were, like, camped outside of his house and shit. It was shit. bad. It was bad. But <laughs> even, I remember there was this one. Like, Filming, so he, like, in the window, seeing if they could, like, get a glimpse. Get a, of like, a glimpse of, like, him doing any, <laughs> anything semblance of activity it was awful. i remember like, he no stormed the stadium as well like a briefcase of documents saying that he was technically still the president <laughs> yeah that was some trumpian shit for a minute though too <laughs> what that, was man. that was one all right we got a lot of news dumps together too what do we want to start with yeah we start with leave, ronaldo. yeah we'll start let's with get it let's get into ronaldo because i feel like there's a lot i mean i don't really have much to say other than the part that i think is interesting is that the only Portuguese team that offered him any sort of deal was uh, Porto, not well. And uh, we don't even sporting. know if that was an official offer. All we know for sure is that he had they a, chatted. He and to chatted be honest, I and Conceição. That's the only we don't even everybody's saying. Well, he had offers from Portugal. I'm like, well, officially, like it doesn't seem like it. he just had like very informal talks with Pep and Conceição. The thing is, as well, and I'm going to be 100 percent a hater there. Taremi is better than him right now. So, like, who who gets dropped in that Porto team for Ronaldo? Like, uh, I can't think, water think of anyone. <laughs> yeah, water the, the mascot. Boy, Tony Martinez doesn't play as much. Yeah, yeah even if Evan Wilson, I don't think plays as much as Evan Wilson been has a slight knee injury, but I think he's supposed to come back. Yeah, yeah, um, but like, I just to. He had he had a chance to return sport. If he wanted to do it, he would have. Like, let's let's not beat around the bush here. If, if he really wanted to do think, I I don't even know if that's true. Like, you don't? if he if he was like, I want to come to sporting. Like, I'm willing to do what it takes to make it happen. I feel like we would not. You don't think? I feel I think like we were we not willing to accommodate him. I here's the thing. Actively I'm want. Play, I'm gonna play again. I'm gonna go against it i think if he really wanted to come back to sporting he would have already it would have happened and now i'm never like i said i'm never gonna fault a player for chasing the bag but i'm also going to sit here and call a spade a spade he doesn't give a shit about the fucking club <laughs> he's very he's very yeah i mean does, does he hasn't really even presented the academy yet right no, he was supposed no. to come. He was supposed to come multiple times, and he's never come. No. And even inaugurated the Academia Cristiano Ronaldo. Bro. Yeah. I, is I, is Ronaldo anti Verandas as well? Because I, I feel like his mum is quite close to Verandas, right? Like, well, his mom's he, just she's a, invited his to his dinners. A sportingista in general, yeah. I think. So. You would think that she's at least neutral on him, Dolores. I th- yeah, I don't think she's anything less than neutral. Mm. I think she's at the very least a neutral. I would um, say another, maybe... another thing to point out, though, his son's not enrolled at the Sport Academy. He's enrolled at the fucking Real Madrid Academy. So that should tell you that a lot. That is true. That, that should tell you true. a lot about what he thinks of the team. I'm sorry to say. 
that's just yeah. that's a lot because I mean, for, been, his, for his for his kid, I mean, in theory, sporting academy is the perfect academy for that age, right? I mean, oh, and they'll they'll treat him like gold. They I bet it's higher rank like than the Real Madrid academy. Yeah, sporting's always and, consistently in the top three to five. Like teams come like from around us, the world. To study. And like Shakhtar teams come from around the world to study like four or five academies. Sporting Benfica, Ajax, La Masia, Bar- which is Barcelona, and one other one that I can't think of right now. It's on the tip of my tongue. But it's like those four academies, and we're one of them, and they always come to like see our academy. And the fact that he didn't enroll his kid in our academy, I think, speaks a speaks a little bit of volume. It's an hour, and it's an hour closer to Riyadh, Madrid. Is, so he's just trying to save time on the flight. Sure. <laughs> yeah. because yeah, he needs, he needs to he save needs some money. Save some money. He's really, he's really penny pinching. I had to, I had to decide if I want to eat lunch today. <laughs> like, but, but yeah, just, just to add as well. Like, I've got two things to add quickly. Like, I would be interested because I remember we, like, the podcast account got cooked in um, on Twitter for saying that Amarim, the rumour was that Amarim didn't want Ronaldo and said he would resign. Like, we don't know if that's true. We reported that was it with the source. That was very much a hearsay and just put it in the open. Yeah, from, from Duncan know. Castles, I believe. But, but we yes. got cooked for that. I still think it potentially could be true. I don't think it, it is, but it definitely, I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility. I don't think it's totally not. on. I don't think it's totally on. Well, I think the truth is that he doesn't want him and he didn't want him. So yeah. did he make threats maybe once when he was like feeling really some type of way about it? I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I would did he the sale of Mateus he... Nunes, I can see him doing 100% that saying like, you sold my player without my knowledge. And you want to bring in a player without, like, when I said without no, really I will resign. Consent. Like, I'm not having this. Yeah. If he I, was I in a bad mood that day, I could, I could see it happening. Like, I wouldn't, and he would be well within his right as a head coach to, to feel that way. Yeah, and the last thing I want to say personally is that Ronaldo is finished at the highest level now, Done. and he's proved it. Absolutely it, like, fucking he, washed. He's either, I believe, he probably did have offers from other clubs. But the fact he, he chose to go to Saudi. Okay. But like in terms of Europe. A, my man is addicted to, to money. I think that that is the man who has everything here. needs more of everything. This, yeah. Like, but here's, here's the thing also. Like, we've seen this before, right? Ricky Lampard, uh, even David Beckham, right? Zlatan, right? They're finished. They sign in the retirement league. Play a little David bit, Beckham and wasn't back. really finished though when he left. I'll I'll play doubt. Like I remember when David Beckham back. and they come back alone, and yeah. then maybe they come back on a permit. Like David David Beckham though, in his defense, he's he addicted wasn't finished. to money. Here, here's what happened: he's addicted to money. Yeah, he had some offers from Europe, not anything that he was particularly excited about, and definitely for significantly less bread than he wanted slash valued slash thought his value was slash what he was going to get from Saudi Arabia. He's like, I'm just going to go there. I'll tear it up come back to Europe on loan. And also, yeah. like, he, I think he needs to get his form up, bro. He straight up has been playing horrible, right? Like, He's been playing I, like ass. He's been awful. I'm a sympathetic to Sam because I could see why you would think he's finished, right? Because he's he's an eyesore, bro. Like, watching him, like, that South Korea game. It was dreadful. That's one of the worst games. That that's one of the worst games. I think what, the thing that play. annoyed me about that is that <laughs> after we beat um, in the round of sixteen, who did we beat? We demolished yeah, we beat them. Switzerland, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, that was it. Gonzalo Ramos scored a hat trick, and every, he started the next game, which is fair. He scored a hat trick last game, and everyone was yeah. like, 
Ronaldo should have started. Like, what do you mean? Why? He scored a hat trick. You're gonna tell me you're gonna tell me you're gonna bench guy who just scored three goals in one game. Wasn't like, nope. playing well during his cameos at Man U. Like he, the man hasn't played well in six months, which is fair. But no. do I think that he can play like better than that? For sure. Yes. He, he's not gonna score like thirty goals a season in a top European league, but he can play better than that. And so I think that if he gets a little form in Saudi Arabia, scores like 12 goals or something in the next five months to, to, to round out the season, second half of the season, they're, they win the league, right? I think that he can maybe maybe try to move to Europe on loan. Maybe. Yeah. And, that, and there, was that, think, there was a report about that too. Newcastle thing, right? The Newcastle thing? Yeah, yeah but it like, got shut down like in a day. They got shut down, but, bro, like – if any team's going to take a chance that on him, contract like, guarantees that he can leave on loan if the right offer comes. I there's I mean, no fucking way that it gonna, doesn't. If any team's going to take a chance on him, Newcastle would be the one because they're. But here's the thing: if you're a right? team, why are you going to take a chance? Like he Loki well, looks he's like a, he's he a sucks. PR, he's a PR he looks nightmare. Like he sucks. He's a nightmare, and he looks like he sucks. So why yeah. am I going to take him? The only thing prove, I was thinking he has to about to prove that he doesn't suck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is Italy would have been the perfect place for him because. With no due respect to like disrespect, the league is slower. A lot older players like Giroud, Zlatan, Quagliarella, for example, go there and still score double goals. had like thirty goal seasons in Italy, honestly, while like nowhere near playing his best footy. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But also, the thing that makes the Swiss Ronaldo's finished is that interview. And now, go back and watch it. Watch how many times he contradicts himself from now, from then to now. He said he would wouldn't go to Saudi. If he went to Saudi, he like he said he would never go anywhere for money. It's not about money. He said he had offers from Europe. It's like that's three he had lies. Like one, he had he had <laughs> he had one like unofficial offer. He had an offer from Brazil. That true. Alleged, he did he had have one an offer, offer from Corinthians, which is a big, which is one of the bigger clubs in Brazil. I can say was the same they, value as the his Man United contract. Deal. No fucking shot was it the same monetary I, if value. I mean, there's money in Brazilian football for sure. There's but not bro, that money unless you're bankrupt. <laughs> Maybe if John Texter was behind <laughs> it. John Texter's out and about. Um, He's sold yeah. his, like, half his net worth, bro, to finance this move. Yeah, it's that that interview wasn't such it was such dumb talking too. Like he's got to show some self awareness for once in his goddamn life. You're 38, you're a grown man, act like it. Like it's like me and Richard were saying in the group chat we're in that he did it before the World Cup as well, which also in in our two opinions that ruined the morale and the te- the team. It's an unnecessary distraction. Yeah, looking back, he could have done that between since the time that they got eliminated and now uh, and now, and he would still have been able to leave in the January window. And he ended up rescinding anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah. And it would have looked better if he didn't say anything. And then afterwards, like, let's say we do go further in the tournament. I don't think we're going to win. Let's say we get to the, the semi-finals. I think we got to the semi-finals. We were going to lose to France anyways. But yeah. But let's say he scores a few more. And he just says afterwards, does the interview. Yeah, I've scored this at the World Cup. I scored, let's say, two, three goals at the World Cup. I want to leave Man United. Do it that way. But yeah. he 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 made himself look stupid by doing the interview. Then contradicting himself so many times. But also putting the pressure on the Portuguese national team. Which, like, what I was saying was, it's definitely more the media's fault for keep asking these questions to Fernandez, Dallo. It all stems back from the. He has to show self awareness to know that that's going to happen. You're Cristiano Ronaldo. Everything you do and say is going to get analyzed. But if he didn't, here's the thing: if he didn't do the interview, though, they still would have been hounding him about where his next move was in January because it was obvious that he was presumably leaving 
in the next month. I think so. Like, I think you're right. They still would have been harassing him about that, but they wouldn't have been harassing all of the others. And no. honestly, it kind of screwed over like Bruno, but Bruno more so because he's more of like a leader on the team. And Bruno have to, had like, a hell of a tournament. And Bruno had a hell of a tournament. And it like, bro, why out. does Bruno have to answer to this, man? Like, yeah, Bruno had a, a, a great. Tournament. They're not teammates anymore. Player. They're they're and because he had rescinded before the World Cup even started, so it's like they're it was not like teammates literally anymore, the week bro. Before. No, it was it was just a mess. Like I, he's got main character syndrome. He needs to show some self awareness and understand what he says carries some weight. And well, now he can analyze. just keep being the main character if he wants. Good for him. Go go to your fucking blood money farmers where you're gonna enjoy. Like, nah, Taliska is gonna be the, the main character there. What what a ball of Anderson legend himself. Anderson. They got rid of uh, Abu I follow yeah, all that now. They got rid of Abu Abu Bakar. Nah, bro. I heard that he's game. staying now, and they're getting rid of somebody else. Good because I that's like a FIFA 17 like career mode strike partnership. <laughs> Ronaldo and Abu Bakar. <laughs> that's what that's like the players you get when you do like financial takeover and you just cheat the system. <laughs> that's one of those partnerships. But cool. We'll move on from there. Chris, did you have anything you wanted to specifically move on to? Uh, yeah, we could just talk about a couple other things that happened. Um, so I think we did we talk on the last pod about like the Trevante Lane punch incident or like he punched if it DJ wasn't the Fenner. last one, it was the one before. Well, DJ Fenner was officially signed for a Polish club, so yeah. he quietly left sporting. Sporting never announced it. No, His they did, they did. You're right. You're right. I, I was, was very... I followed him on Instagram because I was going to reach out, but as I was typing the message, it made me think of the Slimani situation where he was made mm-hmm. to sign an NDA. So I thought maybe. He, he might not be able it. to say anything so I, anyway. I didn't send it. But. Mm-hmm. So he signed for a Polish club. So I guess we'll never maybe ever fully know what happened. Someone find the tapes. I want to see this fight. <laughs> to be honest. But, you need like yeah. a TMZ sure, analysis. I Trevante, like a Jordan Paul. Trevante won. Be like the, Dray- the, the Draymond one. <laughs> Slap the shit out of the guy. Yeah. I mean, we'll never get I doubt we'll get the no. video. But I don't even think we can get the story. Somewhere it exists. But, I hey. think somewhere it exists. Um, we talked about Lion Star renaming. Yeah, it was. We, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so true. unnecessary. I got no words. It was there was no need. Lojavir was a fine name. This was uh, just changed for. The and same it also theory. made sense. The Lion yeah. Stars already make sense. Like, are, yeah, we, are we buying lions? Like, one word. It's also one word. It is one word, which is like yeah, that, really bothers, that bothers me a lot. Lion store. I feel like it should at least be two words, not one yeah. word. So there's Speak, yeah, it's classic. Speaking bro. of change for the sake <laughs> of change, speaking of change for the sake of change, alleged rebrand again for the second. Yeah, that was also century. something that was leaked. Was that they might be trying to update the logo, launching a, a, a rebrand of the logo. Um, so that sparked a lot of debate. Go back to the old people, one. Things. I do love seeing concepts of even if it's badges, kits. That's like my favorite time of year. When I, like love, kits I get love before that. they get leaked. All the time. I, I do think that. that it is worth noting. A lot of people don't know this, and I actually didn't know either. And I was, me- I was actually messaging some people that I know in Portugal that like might have some info. And I was reading old like forum posts and like blog posts. Yeah, you did some research. I remember you saying. And it was also like uh, it was like Christmas or Christmas Day, and I had the flu on Christmas, so like I wasn't. Oh, that it. sucks. <laughs> So I was doing absolute shit except just like looking at my computer. So, yeah. um, all right. What I was able to come up with is that when Sporting's logo was changed in 2001 to this 
current logo. To the one we, the one we have now. Yeah. There was no vote, bro. There was nothing. No. It was just presented. Um, and there was multiple statute violations that went on within the logo itself. It didn't matter. Like the, I think there's well, a lot of violations where the lion wasn't white and it didn't have SCP. Yeah, the SCP the also didn't have it either. Um, so it was just this, right? Um, people thought that the three the three stripes here, the three lines, was going to get gonna leave, trouble just with getting the us sued. Yeah, so there was a lot that went on. But basically, what I'm saying is, is that because a lot of people were like, "Oh, we'll have to vote on it." Even if we do have to vote on it, it'll probably just get approved. But more than likely, I w- I don't even have the expectation that we're going to vote on it. I think it'll. Just I just be hope. Presented. I just hope like whatever it is, it's not shit. Yeah, I hope it doesn't suck. But I just, mind. I hope we don't go like Juventus route where it's like absolute dog shit yeah. or like Inter Milan route where we just ruin the crest. I, I still think the crest we had before, like it, before this one, that the original, the one that we had in the, like the 2018, 2019 kits, oh, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing like a slightly updated version, like slap the, the lion yeah. we have now onto that. I'm logo. still looking for that kit on eBay. It was like the one year I didn't buy a kit was that year. That and, like, you and me both. I found it on classic shirts uh, in the springtime. In yeah. my size. Oh, well, like was, 2018, I, 19. Yeah, that was that's my yeah. favorite shirt that we've ever done outside the Sentinel. Yeah, it's one. a good one. Uh, it's one of the best shirts we ever had. I'll die on that hill. And, I remember uh, I was gonna buy yeah. it with Nanny on the back as well, and that would have looked so cool. But I, just, I remember I seeing, didn't and you know what? Reason. I remember when I remember seeing it like on sale on the Macron site as well, still. And I was like, nah. And then after, I'm like, I should have fucking bought it. So when I saw it on classic classic shirts, I snatched up immediately. Like that that day, like I was listed that day. I bought it that day. I've been on the hunt on eBay, Depop, everything for that show. Yeah. It'll come. It'll myself. come one day. I saw It'll the centenary. I saw the centenary one. Years, you know, maybe. Yeah, I saw the it's, centenary it's, it's, one yeah. on sale on eBay, but I'm like, I'm not paying like two. I waited for the orange one for like four years, but the day came. But no, it's annoying because it's the macron <laughs> sizes as well. Because everything is They're like tight. for me, it was two sizes up, so you I had to get both, a triple XL. But now I've lost a few pounds that I think I could probably fit into two an XL at yeah, most. I, maybe I two. found them, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah. I found them for you. Yeah. You'll, oh, no. I think you'll see that. You'll see that, though. I, I see It'll pop bigger off. sizes. I see bigger sizes on sale. Yeah. It'll, pop off. It'll pop like, off. You what you see, what you see is so often you see size small a lot because definitely from like yeah. four kids or whatever. So there's a lot of size I, smalls. Yeah. I, I did actually make a purchase four days ago on bid. It was the shirt I had, Joel Murray on the back, which I got rid of. Yeah. Um, the white one, which I really liked. Oh, I got the it for... Yeah, I, I like that shirt. That's a nice one. I, I have Pelini on the back of that one. I nice. put it on bid for seven pounds. <laughs> That's a steal. Really? That's plus a steal. five, plus five delivery, and it does say oh, um, there's a little bit of damage to the sponsor. And it uh, says like that, that's gonna that happen like, regardless over time. Anyways. All right. Yeah. For seven oh, pounds. That's a good one. Like, Fuck, even it. if you even if even if you end up getting for like fifteen pounds, like plus the shipping, like that's still good. It was in the UK as well, luckily, so I didn't have to pay shipping. So oh, was, there you go. Good. Yeah, I saw wow. the cent- I saw the centenary one on eBay last week. I think I messaged might have messaged you guys. And I'm like, I was tempted, but I'm like, I'm not paying like 150, 160 dollars yeah. Canadian for this shirt. <laughs> Weirdly, like, a lot of the ones like that are from like Ukraine as well, which is just like they're from like yeah, they're from some random east like Bosnia. I I mean, you shouldn't buy anything from Ukraine. Right? Yeah, or you should. I think it was from. I think it was from like, like make sure that everything is good. I think it was like from Bosnia or something. It was one of those Eastern European is, countries. Former USSR eBay, like, or Yugoslavia. Like a merch shop. Yeah, like 
merch. They have, I don't know how they have all this shit. It's basically classic football shirts, but I think like a lower level than that. They just have like so much random shit. And yeah. it's based in Ukraine because like they have sporting shit, but they have shit from so many other random clubs as well. What's the site? Um, it's like a seller within eBay. So it's like an eBay. Oh, oh it's an eBay it's... store, drop shipping store, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're out of Ukraine. And they have a lot, of, like so much shit from random clubs, bro. Like, yeah. an insane selection. There's one so that's I why use. you see like five different sporting things in Ukraine. It's like, bro, they have five different sporting shirts. They have like shirts of everything. There's one there. I use from uh, Bosnia because I wanted a Canada shirt for the World Cup. And they had like uh, they made they did they do like replica shirts. They're very blatantly not even like kind of authentic, but they they look okay. So I paid like fifty bucks for like a replica Canada shirt from like nineteen eighty six. I'm like cool. I'll How's it look? That's fine. It fits great. All right. It wasn't bad. It was from like it's from like Bosnia or something. I had to like message. It was very shady. <laughs> but like it came. It was a good price. So I'm like I'll take it. But they had some, but like it's like screen printed on the shirt. So I'm like, yeah, this is very blatantly like not even kind of a replica, but like it still looks cool. I'll take it. Yeah. But yeah, there's some, there's a few like retro sites where I'm like, this looks okay. And somewhere I'm like, this looks completely sus. <laughs> yeah, I would never make a purchase over sort of like 50 pounds from. No, it's anybody. for me, it's like 50 Canadian with the shipping is yeah. like my limit. It's like 50 to 60 is my limit for, for a site where it's like, I'm not sure. Ever since I, can, I got I scammed on that Bastos shirt. <laughs> yeah, because I can live I can live with like fifty dollars like losing fifty bucks. I can't lose like three hundred dollars. So that was forty pounds plus I think fifteen in shipping because it came from yeah. Spain, yeah. I think. You can honestly oh, even argue that's, that's like damn. a fair market value, you know. If that's I put it in a frame and just order. show the back, it looks real. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> to me it's real. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got scared. yeah, you got scammed. Oh, well. But like that's fifty crazy, euros for a jersey that's used is like reasonable. That's yeah, that's not so, bad. It's, so it's okay. it was probably realistically its value is like thirty, and you paid fifty. So I mean, it could have been. You worse. paid you paid fifty to like twenty dollars above yeah. what it should have been. Like, yeah, be what it be. It is what it is. Yeah. Oh well. All right. What else? We, what else we have? We have a lot. We have new uh, Portugal coach, don't we? Yeah. Mar- Roberto Martinez. Yeah, well, he's one of the coaches of all time. He's a he's a guy. He was the only coach they made an official offer to. That blows my mind. That really blows feels like my the mind. search was pretty quick and was concluded pretty quickly. I thought it. I thought it would stretch into like at least for like yeah. the end of this month because you don't have qualifiers until March, but they don't have games till March, and they're not even hard games. But no, well, on paper they're not hard games. We like to make a meal of those hard games. <laughs> no, yeah, they're even I'm like easier surprised. than average. I feel like. Yeah, I just I'm not even mad they went foreign because people are like we shouldn't have a Spanish guy. I'm like I don't care who the coach is. If the coach is tactically sound, he's gonna get the team. Is the coach line. fresh off That's a different fine. series of dis- disappointments? <laughs> well, like he was. I think it was on ESPN FC. I saw today or something. They were talking about the appointment. Someone and they were all baffled by. It. They're like. He was hired for Belgium to basically get them over the line, and he just couldn't get them over the line. And you're hypothetically, if you're Portugal, you want a coach that's going to be able to get you over the line or as close to the line as possible. I don't know that this is the guy for it. Like it was just, it was such a out of left field appointment. Like I, I've 
personally, like I would have preferred Cooley George because at least he's familiar with like most of the team. Uh, yeah, it, it's shocking that that seems like the only guy they made an official proposition to. Like you're telling me out of all the coaches available and in jobs that would probably be willing to leave their job to go to the national team. That's the only one you, you spoke to that you made an offer to like that. Just, I feel like that's just, I'd like to know who else they even talked to. Well, we know that we know they talked to Mourinho. They can deny all they want. We know that we know that we know they talked to Mourinho for them. Gom just full of shit and he can deny it all he wants. We know he talked to Jose Mourinho and Jose said no. Um, Also Brazil approached Mourinho as well. And he yeah. said no to them too. He he's he's I I said to I remember saying to my dad I said I don't think he's ready to leave club management la- yet. Allegedly, allegedly, I don't know how true the rumor is that they approached Zidane. I doubt they I doubt they had even the foresight to approach Zidane. Um, but yeah, the the apparently the only offer they the official like offer they made was to Martinez, which is baffling me. Like that just seems like they didn't do their due diligence at all. Um. I'm not mad it's a foreign coach, like I said, but I feel like with the plethora of decent to good Portuguese coaches you had, yeah, this is a choice. I don't know if it's a great choice. I'd like to be proven wrong, but I'm rooting for a success, but I feel like there was better, more logical choices than than Martinez. Yeah, on paper, it's it's a bad appointment, I think, considering what he did. It's a lateral move at best. Yeah, or what he didn't do with Belgium. That's being generous. Yeah, but I'm willing to give him a chance, you know. Like, a lot of people thought Ruben Marin would be a bad coach, like when we signed him. So we thought Fernand Sanch was gonna fucking we were gonna be lucky to do anything. We won two trophies with him. Like we did better than we had any business doing with him. Like fair enough. Yeah, exactly. I'll give him a chance, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not I wasn't thrilled about the decision to be honest. No. I haven't been let down by a coach out since like Carlos Queiroz. Realistically. That's the last coach I felt like really let down by for the national team. I felt like we. I felt like he wasted like a the last of like a decent team, and then we were kind of in limbo for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. Who yeah. was who was the manager in twenty fourteen? Was that it was Paulo Bad? That was the Paulo Bento disaster World Cup where everything that went wrong like could like Ronaldo went into that World Cup hurt, but insisted on playing. And Pepe got Pat, sent off against Germany. Pat got sent off against Germany because he just he was prime Pepe. He was a fucking maniac. Yeah. We decided not to take an informed Kodajma, instead took fucking Adair. Uh, we used all three goalies because Patricio got hurt and then Beto got hurt. <laughs> like we had to, it was, it was. And then at the end of the day, the we, all we had to do was beat Ghana like three, four, one, and we had so many chances. It's like we, we lost, so we, we won, and like that game, I'm sure was fixed too. By the way, I'm pretty sure like one, two, one. watch one, we won two one. Like you watch at least one or two, you watch the goal we scored, like. It looks like the goalie was just like had money on the game on one of them. Ronaldo couldn't <laughs> run, dude. He couldn't yeah. even like run. He was out there still. Oh, it was like ten against eleven. It was all he was. He very blatantly like <laughs> went into that work. It was public knowledge he was hurt. Like he had tendonitis yeah. or tendinosis or something. It was he was hobbling. Like he he realistically should not have been playing. Like that probably fucked him like long term. Mm. Yeah, that was a disaster World Cup, and we had had hope because we had just lost to Spain. The two years before in the Euros, like in penalties, and we we're like, maybe we can do something because we hung, we hung with them. Yeah, so prime Spain, great kit, great kit in the World Cup too. That no, was a fun oh, World Cup for kits. Yeah, that's too bad. But yeah, cool. I 
baffling appointment. That's that's what I have to say. I hope I hope he proves me wrong. I'll be the first one to come out here and say I was a big stupid idiot, but I'm not gonna hold my breath. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Is is there anything else we've got to cover? Uh, mm, I mean, other than uh, we had a couple of renewals, like uh, Suga renewed, Rodrigo Ribeiro renewed. Yeah. Handball Costa Brothers renewed, which is good. Nuno Diaz, the football manager, renewed. Yeah, that was good. That was basically uh, Netu trained. Netu's alive. Netu's <laughs> yes. Good I for him. That's good to see. I'm, I'm happy for him. There seems um, to be no end date for Braganza as well. Like, yeah, no, I mean, it's only been six months, so I would I wasn't expecting him back. Towards the up nine at the earliest. Six was like being very generous with it. Like you were like, "Oh, he might be back by January." I'm like, "Uh, oh, we'll see." Like that's like, no, I don't think no one comes for him back from an ACL in six months. Unless you're like, I think nine is really the quickest that you can do. Could we have got John Cena to lend some healing powers to him? That might have helped. <laughs> I remember there's an NFL player who like came back and was like fit within nine months and like was back playing again. And that's NFL like, that's players are like fucking, NFL players are like mutants. He though. should focus <laughs> on being fit for the start of next season. If yeah, if if that's even a possibility, I, I feel I feel like this season like you're to trot him out unless it's like kind of towards the end just to give him some minutes and just help give him, him an Andre Paolo yeah. substitution well just to just <laughs> to give him just to help him kind of ease back into <laughs> things like five minutes here 10 minutes here 15 minutes there like sure, I, 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 don't I don't think, think he'll be fit it. until next season personally because yeah. it, it happened late preseason if I'm correct it was literally in August that he he tore it yeah it was so. in August yeah. But yeah, so, I guess if that's what we have on. Luis Felipe is getting sent back, basically, and that's it. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. I forgot. I forgot. He, I forgot. He. Uh, we still had him. Bro, he, he seems like he signed like <laughs> the longest contract in the world. <laughs> Bro, he signed for like he signed till the end of time. Nah, dude. He signed the longest contract in the world, bro. Oh yeah, he's gonna be like that guy. He's gonna be like that guy from the, the New York Mets who like they've been paying him for like twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> For <laughs> twenty years, we're still paying for Louis Philippe. We're still paying him wages. <laughs> yeah, but before we we call it a day, I'll give you guys just a, a give give me a quick prediction of the Benfica game. Obviously, the the, the derby on Sunday at six. Um, Richard, start off with you. What are your predictions to the game? Oh, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, so. Uh, I don't want to say we lose. I'll, 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 I think I'll go first. I think, I think we're going to lose, but I've, I, my heart, my mind says we're going to get probably absolutely dick slapped, but my mind, my heart says we're going to shit how to draw. <laughs> I'll be generous. Yeah. I'll try to be uh, optimistic. I, I think we're losing by four or five. I think we're going to be embarrassed. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I was already going to go two nothing. I, I, I just think Benfica in. I think they've got more to prove, especially with like Champions League is going to come up, and you know they already sure, dropped yeah. points at Braga, and like that was like a shock. They're going to be pissed. Like you never need motivation for a derby game. They've already got motivation because it's like we can further the lead up top and basically kill the league at this point. Yeah, they're going to Champions League. Like they're they're going to be pissed off and ready to go, which is the worst sign because we're playing away. That's going to be hostile territory as is. Yeah, and like you could make the argument we've got something to prove, but every time that's been the case, we've choked under the pressure, especially this season. Maybe not this season, last season, the season before, but this season, like we had chance to 
to beat Porto, and we lost 2 0. We had a chance to start the season well against Braga. We drew 3 3. After we had having a chance... lead three times as <laughs> well, yeah. that game. Exactly. We had a chance to qualify for the next round of the Champions League. We choked. So. <sighs> that was brutal. That was brutal. We only got we only got saved because fucking Marseille wanted to play for the win and got counterattacked. Because their bench couldn't communicate to their appropriately. Baffled me because they were screaming, (laughs) just play for the tie, and they're like, "Fuck it, we ball," and it cost (laughs) them dearly. Yeah, so Chris, you went with with two nil, right? Yeah. So I'll go. I'll go one one. Just so, just someone's got to be semi positive. So hopefully, we come back and we've reversed psychology into a win. But yeah. I we, we tie now. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna look so smart. But the thing if is, we if we win, win it's, gonna, it's, it's such a waste to lose. In the that's what I was gonna say. Oh, that's so yeah, yeah, it's gonna look so it's gonna piss us off more because we're gonna be like, you draw. You would have been six points back. You would have had a ch- You would have had somewhat of a chance. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll take a win. Benfica. Don't get me wrong. Regardless, if we beat Benfica, I'll be very happy. But I'm, all, I'm never not happy when we beat Benfica. I'm, I'm always in a good mood if we beat Benfica or Porto. Yeah, like it's never a bad thing to beat them. I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, facts. But... It's like pizza. It's never a bad time. It's never a bad time to have pizza. Like, that's how I look at true. it. Like... Very true. Very true indeed. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll call it there. It's been one of our longer episodes. I guess pretty much two podcast episodes into one since we hadn't done one for I think three or four weeks. So yeah, good to be yeah. back. Definitely going to be back after the Benfica game, win, lose, or draw. Um, so that'll be, I'm sure, a fun episode to to cover. Um, but before we head off, make sure you follow the guys on Twitter here. First, you've got Chris. And you've got myself here. And then, last but not least, you've got Rich. And, of course, make sure to follow Sporting160 underscore EN on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, if, you have, if you don't have time to watch full podcast, TikTok clips uploaded to there. Um, no longer than two or three minutes, so you can get all up to date on what's happened. But yeah, thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time.